everybody, and welcome to episode 482 of Video Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparas, coming to you from the Daniel Trish Memorial Studio of the Airwaves. If you want it to be the U Memorial Studio of the Airwaves, go to patreon.com slash laser time and join us at the $20 level. Who's joining me now? Ah, Christopher Antista, without a nickname. And... Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Matthew Allen. That's related to the top five you're going to hear soon. Yes, it I is. I was going to say, I, I used that a couple weeks ago for uh, Death of Scott Hall. And special guest. Uh, disgraced former WWE owner, T.L. Foster. Uh. <laughs> I have been forced to retire, and my mm-hmm. son and, and daughter-in-law have now taken over. You mean Shane or Paul? Like, uh... No, it's, it's Triple H. And Triple, Triple H is, is head of is, creative yeah. now. I knew that. I Bruce just, Pritchard I hoping, got I was demoted. hoping Shane was back. Uh, no, no, these are all <laughs> just words. <laughs> um, uh, there was a coup in wrestling. No, uh, so like yeah. not to go full on to this thing. I once said like Succession reminds me of WWE, but it just turns out that Vince McMahon is actual the Kendall Roy. Like, cause that's like not only to get out of your own company, but like for the reason why. And yeah. as more stuff comes out, because you are spending board money to pay off 20 people. 24 million i think is, the, is yeah. the number that's floating around currently yeah that's some kendall roy shit that's some shit kendall roy would do the mystic man yeah. turns out is actually the kendall roy yeah if you're gonna have extracurricular activities maybe don't pay for them with the company money just saying don't don't charge that to the company credit card just saying well, it's gonna be a fun show that i promise is about video games we're recording a day late and yes. actually like an hour late or than we normally would. But yeah. we are going to be talking about, among other things, moments where the villain joins the party, where one of your big antagonists has a heel face turn and decides to join up with you guys. Whether That's it's, why you invited me on the show. Yeah. Good wrestling reference. Look at that, Michael. You tied it. You tied it all together with the wrestling. Mm, I like didn't. That. that wasn't even conscious. That's that's become so permeated in pop culture lingo that uh, it's 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 just a one syllable way of saying protagonist and antagonist. It rules. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. Heel face. Heel face. Yeah. <laughs> I what, get it. You're keeping kayfabe. I understand. Uh, what do you, what do you do if your heel has a face? If you're like <laughs> that's that's where your absorbed twin went. Hmm. I, 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 Michael, I had I had a couple things I wanted to say at the start of the show. Just, sure. Uh, one, one, some house uh, exciting news. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't even tell you uh, a couple like a week or a week ago, over a week ago. I saw Xbox Series X's are available uh, at Best Buy. No, wow. no hassle. No, none of that weird digital line thing. Go grab one, and I, I, I'm seeing people having an easier time getting PS5s. And like, oh, okay. And I, I look and I add it to my cart just to see if I could. Because, you know, normally on Best Buy's website for the last two years, it never works mm-hmm. when you try and get one. And it went into my cart. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't justify this right now. So I'm not going to do that. I went back to Best Buy's site a week later and it was still in my cart and they were still available. And Holy it's just like, shit. wow, maybe all this shit is about to be over. Uh, yeah. And these things are about to nah. be accessible. No, I'm, I'm no. They're, they've already said it's going to run well into 2023. This is probably just a a little surge of stock there. But no, once I, this I stuff's even gone, checked. I still can't justify it. But it's just like, yeah, there's one at your local store. Go pick it up right now. Like, yeah, I mean, go. it is the reason when when you see those news stories of like Xbox outsold PlayStation in Japan this month, and it's like that's yeah, because they had more on shelves. Hang, hang on, Chris, you are on a video game show as part of your job, and you can't justify it. I well, I there's just 
nothing I need it for right now. Mm. Like I, I have a Series X. It's working fine. I got a PS5 Game you, Pass. You have a you have a One X. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. sorry. I have a One X. Yeah. No, that's their fault, not yours. Yeah, I, I have the final <laughs> stage of the previous X, and it, it, it's showing its age, but like. It's not terrible yet, and it's just yeah. not worth... I have a house with built-in shelves, and both the PS5 and the Series X create problems that I'm going to have to figure something out with. Right now, my PS5's on the floor, which I hate, uh, because I have to drill, and and, and also, and also I wanted, uh, you know, I think you said it was okay earlier to mention this. I had a story I wanted to relate, because um, we lost a friend of ours this yes, week. Yes, we did. Um... Our, our friend uh, Michael, not mm-hmm. not the host. Not, Michael. not me, Mike my, Easton. But thanks for clarifying, Mike yeah, Easton. He, he, yeah, he was a friend of mine uh, from college who was basically me, but with red hair. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we f- fell out of touch, and, and he passed away in in the past week. And yeah, yes, kind of suddenly. I think uh, it was just just real and way too. I know we're old to some of you out there, but way too early. Uh, and, and, and I sort of met him, he was your friend. And then I think he somehow got interested in the show, dicked around in the community some. Oh. And, uh, yeah. he also like worked in games. So I, I'd see him in the convention circuits with you and we hung, we just hung out a lot. Yeah. Over... He was a PAX enforcer. Yeah. 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 So like I yeah. ended up seeing him multiple times a year and, uh, yeah. And, and it was in one of my favorite stories about him, about this little dumb thing we do. Uh, I guess you guys had talked and he started listening to our first podcast and he's like, Hey, I got, I got this stuff, uh, that I want to show you. And he, he private messaged me through the old website and like, I got the, I got this music that Michael made through MTV music generator <laughs> that he named after final Fan- I think you should surprise him with this on the show. I'm like, Oh dude, fuck yes. And so the, the, like for a, podcast that you know isn't getting like scoops we would just sort of manufacture silliness and i was ecstatic because that is like morning radio stuff i'm gonna surprise michael with it (laughs) but it's also like i you know i know michael okay but it's just like i don't know how he's gonna react so the whole week i'm on pins and needles is this gonna is he gonna be pissed at me is this gonna be embarrassing and then like i i I think I asked Michael, he's like, nah, it's probably going to be fine. I'm just like, all right, I'm going to surprise Michael with his old music of his. And this is more of a testament to Rapares. I su- like, uh, your friend had got in touch with me, and I, boy, do I have some, something to shock you with. I have some music you made 10 years ago. And you were like, oh, fuck yeah. I'm like, oh, oh fuck yeah, let's play that shit. <laughs> you weren't, there was no trepidation at all. I, I walked around with like a load in my pants for like three days. Like, oh god, is he gonna kick my ass? Is he not gonna speak to me again? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, how dare you play something I made? <laughs> you know, we call that we call that the Trump, Chris. When a man has no shame about what he does, you can't really pin it. It's not shame. On. It was just like, oh fuck yeah! Like, I, 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 that's I, what I'm saying. He had no shame, and so like, yeah. Well, we, I think it was the idea that like man. somebody held on to it, like because uh, I'm not. It sounded like you didn't. But, I, I uh, think I might have it somewhere. But, I, but I, Michael had it at the ready, and that was just kind of like, you just don't expect to see that. It's like being shown your fucking third grade artwork again. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah, fuck, let's look at this third grade artwork. Sounds amazing. And that's 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 one of my favorite memories that Michael helped catalyze. So uh, mm. He's a good guy. You might have met him if you were at PAX, and I just wanted to give him a little tip yeah. of my hat. Uh, 
To Michael, like in the PlayStation commercial. To Michael. And he he also may have been the reason uh, certain profile names of mine were allowed to slip past uh, certain filters. So, uh, yes. Uh, Sergeant Dixon Butt on uh, (laughs) Call of Duty. He he thanks you for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I I remember he said, like, hey, your account's been compromised. You need to change your password right away. Like, oh, fuck, thank you. Some Chinese hackers were trying to steal it. Trying trying to steal them Chivos. Oh, well, on lighter notes, video games. Yeah, video games. Video games. Game. I mean, yeah, it's been it's been a difficult week. That's one of the reasons we're recording later. One of many reasons. But let's just get into these. These these five moments when villains join your party right after this. Hey, everybody. It's me, the raccoon that lives under Chris's porch, here to deliver the portion that you normally fast forward through. That's right. I'm here to tell you how to support Vigigame Game Apocalypse, even though God knows these schmucks don't deserve it. My God. They're late with shows week after week. What kind of an excuse is a business trip? I got sick. My mother was dying. A raccoon bit my ankle off, and I'm pretty sure it was you. Boo-hoo-hoo. Good news. There's a bunch of ways you can do this. You can go to patreon.com slash laser time if you prefer to throw money at your problems. Or, you know what? Helping these guys is free. Good news. You don't have to give them anything. You can just go up to a friend and say, hey, friend, I notice you're the kind of person who likes Vigigame. Game. Good news, there's a show where some guys talk about video games for two and a half hours every week, and they're like, two and a half hours? Don't you have anything a bit longer? And you'll say, no, that isn't possible. Then you'll go in separate directions and never speak to each other again. If that's too much human interaction for you, you can go on your podcast app of choice and leave us a rating. Five stars or better, please. Just say, this is the best show ever. A raccoon told me to say this, therefore you can trust me. Anyway, that's my time. Back to the part you actually downloaded the show for. And we're back to talk about what? The Villains. bad guys becoming good guys. Oh, that's what yeah. we bit. Yeah. Saying hello to the bad guy. Yes, the bad guy. He's he's one of you now. He he wants to hang out on your ship and and trade stories, but he's like, Oh man, you kids in your goodness. How when will you learn that the dark side is the way? I don't know what this voice is. It sounds just... like a Michael Myers character. Yeah, it's like a know? really bad Michael Myers character. Yeah. <laughs> I love gold. You sound yeah. like gold oh, no, member. I'm gold member now. Uh Fajer, isn't that funny? I'm Dutch. Uh, <laughs> let's fucking move along. Number five. There still may be some time left. If we pull together, we might be able to get to the shortcut that leads to the core. Just leave it to me. I'm the world's fastest hedgehog. Hey, let's get to work. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I, when you brought this up, I just immediately thought of the MCU. How, like, if your if your villain doesn't die or destroy himself and appears again, he's going to become a hero. But I guess more than any other series, Sonic follows that pretty well. Well, I mean, it's sort of, right? So this is Sonic Adventure 2, yeah. right? Like, that's uh, what well, we're listening to Sonic Adventure 2. Uh, Eggman, Dr. Ivo Robotnik, uh, canon name. Uh, he, he literally, he does this thing all the time where he's like, Hey, Sonic, we need to work together. And then, like, at the last minute, he's like, Ha ha, fuck you, I'm actually bad the whole time. Yeah. Like, that's literally his go-to. It's always his go-to. Sonic is an idiot, and every time he's like... I didn't see it coming again. This time? Yeah, it's like, this time? I believe him. Um, I mean... Tails, am but, I too trusting? <laughs> but, but we're, I mean, we're talking about Sonic Adventure 2, but, I mean, this is kind of the loop of a lot of Sonic games. Like, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, like... Yeah. It literally is, Knuckles has come in like, ha I'm the bad guy. Then he's like, oh, wait, Robotnik's fucked up 
oh shit, okay, what if I joined you now? Uh, but Sonic Adventure 2, you actually, it is a team of Shadow, Rouge, and uh, Dr. Robotnik, Eggman, mm-hmm. and then you team up with them at the yeah. end. Yeah, so, there's there's the two storylines. You get the bad guy team and the good guy team, which is Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails. And Tails pilots what's basically like his biplane with legs, and it's it's like equivalent to Robotnik's walker. So you're basically playing the same three characters with different skins and, yeah. and backstory. They're, they're both mech levels. And I, I do want to quick, correct you really quickly, Mike. You, you said it's the team of bad guys. In this sense, it's more the team of anti-heroes, That's right? true. Where Shadow and Rouge learn, aren't really bad yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. There's only one bad yeah. guy in Sonic, and that's Big the Cat. Yeah. <laughs> He's no, the Big worst. the Cat. Don't, don't, that's my He is son. so don't pure. Do, do not besmirch Big the uh, Cat. I, I love Big no. the Cat. But, but yeah, this this Robotnik, uh, it's, not, it's not really a heel-face turn, but it is just like, oh shit, I unleashed something that is going to destroy the planet that I want to conquer... So now I have to save the planet so that I can conquer it because I don't want everyone to die. I just want to rule everything. And yeah. so, yeah, he teams up with Sonic and they're like, okay, we're going to stop this world-destroying evil. And I think this might be one of the only times where he doesn't betray them at the end. Like, one of the last scenes is just like him standing yeah. on this space colony looking out a window with tales and telling tales about his grandfather. And it's like, I wanted to be just like him. It's like, well, we... We saved the day together. It's like, you're right, Tails. <laughs> this is a very comic booky thing to happen, yes. though, right? Like, how many times has, like, Lex Luthor had to team up mm-hmm. against some greater evil, right? right? Like, that right. that's always, that that's the trope yeah. that they're yeah. leaning into. And, and, yeah. and it works. It's an effective yeah. storytelling. And the solution they come up with, you know, I'm not really sure if, you know, their solution or the, their identification of the problem involves emeralds. But, um, you know, they try to sort of hint at it. Position may have shifted due to the amount of energy given off by the emeralds. We have to stop the energy. That's it. There is a way to stop the energy. We have to use your emeralds. You're the one that told me that the master emerald has the power to stop the chaos emerald. That's right. If I use this, I just might be able to stop the chaos emerald. I, I get the impression that, like, each one of them is trying to take credit for the last idea. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, hey, if I you mean, use this emerald, you can stop the Chaos Emerald. That's right. I could stop the Chaos Emerald by using my emerald. What a great idea. And then I could use the Chaos Emerald to balance the audio and maybe lower the background music. <laughs> I just hear that I just hear that audio, and all of a sudden, I'm wearing G-Co jeans mm-hmm. in flashback. <laughs> flashback into a movie. Flashback to aren't 2019. We aren't we all? Want to want to listen to the Japanese equivalent of Alice in Chains? <laughs> um, no, I mean, I think also, I mean, not only just the robotic thing, but also like the fact that you have Shadow, mm-hmm. who like is and is an antihero. You're right, Matt, but that's like done towards the end of the thing. Like it is, he is like introduced as like I am just bad Sonic. Yeah, um, and you know he's a very edgy character, but it ends with them both going super. Supersonic mm-hmm. and flying around, which like is very interesting. Yeah, they fly around in space. It's just it's a very interesting ending to that game. Yeah, and and it's also interesting that so Robotnik doesn't really need any prompting to join up with the heroes. He's like, oh, we need to do this. Let's do this. And then like through the levels that follow, like you play as each one of the characters in turn briefly. And he's like in their ear over the radio. You need to do this. You need to do this. I'm the good guy now. I'm your handler. 
And uh, then it's it's Shadow, you're right, that actually needs some convincing from Amy. It's all going according to plan. There's no reason for me to help them. Besides, there's no way to save anyone. There has to be! I know that people fight over the most trivial things. Some people may be selfish, like the professor said. But they're basically good if they try their best and never give up on their wishes. They always have a reason to be happy. That's why you should help them out. Saving them is a good thing. He's like, oh, you're right. No, he actually... She says something that reminds him of, like, the girl that he had made a promise to years ago. And it's like, oh, I I have to save it for her. I don't know. (laughs) It's one of the things that I find charming about it is is the optimism on display there, right? Like, it it reminds me of simpler times. Like, when I was a younger man playing these games, it's like, yeah, Amy's right. Like, there's good in everybody. Mm -hmm. As long as I I don't give up on my wishes. What? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, was, would, should that have been dreams? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe dreams. Look, is, I, <laughs> look we do one-to-one translations, and that is it. Don't <laughs> question this. Those I, games are also like that 20 is not years true. old. Those, those games are also 20 years old. Come on. Yeah, this one it, this one is exactly 20 years old. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. 2002. Yeah. yeah. Dang, I, I thought the Dreamcast had been discontinued by then. Uh, it is one of the last Dreamcast games. Oh, wow. And then... Uh, oh, I'm sorry, then 2001. 2001. Oh, You're right, it is yeah. 2001. Because, yeah, because I think 2002... It's on GameCube two, by then. 2003 is GameCube okay. is when they do Sonic Adventure mm-hmm. Battle 2, which is a really good game. Is it? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I like the Child Guard, right? Now the Child Guard fucking rules. Yeah, that's true. Really does, yeah. and I'm tired of people saying that it does. <laughs> it does. You can Chris. put it on your VMU and take you can it put anywhere. It, yeah, yeah. That That's awesome. not a good feature. <laughs> it is it's, a tremendous feature. It's Chris. better than any Tamagotchi ever was. Mm. But yeah, Sonic Adventure Two. Yeah, and, and you said he did this in yeah, Sonic so, Chronicles. Uh, yeah, Sonic Chronicles Dark Brotherhood. Uh, Robotnik also joins the team halfway through. Uh, because there are aliens that come through. Because Bioware made the game. Uh, um, uh, but, um, uh, but no, it was super. It's that I think that's also a very fun one. I think Robotnik um, again doesn't turn on you till like a- until after the game. Uh, but that's another one where Robotnik comes in and like in that one they do like this dual tech thing because like you can tap on the screen. Mm-hmm. For it, and I believe Robotnik and Tails have like a dual tech move that they work together on. So, very fun game. That's a that's a very good game. It's very that's over that's overlooked and is unplayable now because it's on a dead dead hardware. But mm. that the game was very fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I wish that game would make a make a comeback. It was really really good. What is it about uh, moonlighting in an RPG that makes you unite with your villain? Dude, this game is is on Steam. You guys Dark Brotherhood. No, no. Oh, no, I was talking Sonic Adventure yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. yeah no, no, Sonic Adventure 2, you can play anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about Dark Brotherhood, which is... It's got all that touchscreen horse shit, so... Mm-hmm. Could probably yeah. play Sonic Adventure 2 on my phone. Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but can you listen to Crush 40 on your phone? Uh, yes, actually. No, my phone still can't do that, and I'm sending Apple to complain. <laughs> can't play music. Can't do literally things... <laughs> really rubbed Tim Cook the wrong way. Ago. Man... 
The yeah. world would be a better place if we could play music through our phones. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea, T.L. We Amazing. should, we should yeah. tell someone. You'd yeah. be the next Steve Jobs. Everything uh, on this, know. now! <laughs> uh, as you can see, I am wearing Auburn, so I'm obviously representing Tim Cook. Uh, is he Microsoft an Auburn band. alum? He is an Auburn alum, yeah. When I was in school for engineering, we had to listen to a lecture from Tim Cook. Uh, so, yeah. Where you're like, who's this asshole? What's he ever done? Yeah, I was. <laughs> I, I like, do like like the trend of like when there's like a big, well-known... You know, super famous CEO. They tend to follow it up with like the safe kind of boring dude. Like Tim Cook is so boring <laughs> yeah. compared to Steve But all Jobs you wanted with... was the, the the My Pillow guy just to come and scream conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna teach you about there are Venezuelan aliens living in your voting booth. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move uh, along to number four. You got some fuzzy dice to come round here. Dimitri, long time no punch. See you're still in jail. And you still a cracker box. Let's get past Whoa. the name calling and get to business. Whoa, Look wait. For me, man, Murray, eh? Sorry, but I'd rather see you get busted big time. God! Bolita! Any ideas what this yeah, is? Yeah, I don't know what this bands, is. We do not use the C word on this show. I'm about to say, that's how you get demonetized from Twitch. Yeah, who says Crackerbox? Uh, what does that I even mean? No I love it. Uh, I, love I do it. now. It's that's now, a great I'm, band from I'm, the 90s, Crackerbox. I'm, mm, I'm not doing uh, Is this uh, Sly Cooper the Third? Yes. Oh, yeah, Sly yeah, Three, yeah. Honor Among Thieves. Where a great uh, name. Yeah, Sly has to build a gang and recruit two villains from previous games. That was... Dimitri Lousteau, who is a literal lounge lizard. He's he's a big purple iguana in disco threads. And he's in a jail cell, and then you break him out. And look just how fucking happy he is with you later in the game. Well, Dimitri, it's your loot. I think you should have the honor. <laughs> I open with joy. You Cooper gang is a tight groove. Van Gogh bullseye. Primo diving gear to accentuate my deep down diving style. And so you get to you get to play as him in like first person diving levels where you're swimming around and shooting things with a spear gun. He sounds like Pepe from the Muppets, and I oh. love it. He, he's just, <laughs> to me, he sounds like Rob Smigel as Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I just Mandela effect myself. So you, you mentioned the subtitle of this game, Honor Among Thieves. Mm-hmm. In my mind, because this, I think they came out around the same time. I had always referred to Uncharted Two as an art as as Honor Among Thieves, but the subtitle of that game is just Among Thieves. Mm-hmm. I could have sworn that game was called Uncharted Two Honor Among Thieves. Probably this is a bear scene. This is a Bearstein Bears situation. Yeah. This is a Mandela Bears. Yes. Oh, I'm so mm-hmm. sick of these people pronouncing <laughs> pronouncing the thing correctly. Can't have two PlayStation exclusives with the same subtitle, Matt. Sorry. I mean, they're close enough where someone should have said something, right? Like, come on, totally. guys. What are we doing? Yeah. Hey, when we get Last of Us Chapter 3, Honor Amongst Thieves, we're going to mm-hmm. we'll be right back at the same thing all over again. Yeah. Yeah. But he's actually the the lesser of the two villains that you recruit in this game. So he's he's like you know a a henchman. He's part of the claw gang in in Sly Two. The real villain is this guy, Panda King. As a member of the original Fiendish Five, he had a part in taking out my dad and stealing pages from the thievious Raccoonus. Eventually, I caught up with him, and I claimed back what he had stolen. 
There was no way I was going to let that monster on my team, but Bentley was firm. He discovered the Panda King had left his life of crime and was now a monk living a life of quiet meditation high up in the mountains. So Panda King is a uh, fireworks-powered giant dude who, uh, yeah, he has like a big cannon on his back. He stuffs it full of fireworks. He shoots them at things. Uh, he was one of the main bosses in the first game. He was one of the people that made Sly an orphan in the first game. So Sly's a little bit reluctant to work with him. But oh, shit. Yeah, but they, they managed to come to an understanding. And when you're playing as Panda King, you actually get these sort of, uh, I think, Gollum-inspired sequences where he argues with his reflection in the mirror. Hello, old friend. I am about to work alongside Sly Cooper, and I cannot carry you with me on the journey. You fool! This is your chance for revenge! He humiliated us, ruined us, made us weak! Humiliation was a crossroads. I have chosen to walk the path of humility. Humility that cost you your daughter! Destroy Cooper now! So, yeah, it starts out as a non-aggression pack, but Cooper Gang helps him uh, find his daughter. So it's like, all right, we're all part of one big happy family now. Everything's forgiven. Water under you, the bridge. You can't convince me that's not the Old Spice guy. Mm, I, I mean, I, maybe <laughs> I'm it is. on a I'm horse. A, I'm a thief. I'm on a horse. <laughs> you fool. I'm on a horse. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, and I do like that structure that, like, you get in a lot of sequels to heist movies. Where like mm -hmm. we need we need a guy who can do this. Oh, what about that guy we fought last time? Yes, bring right. him yes. back. He's a good and guy. La Paglia. Yes. <laughs> the the Ocean series is nothing yeah. but that, right? Well, like, and, and Fast you know, and Furious guy, too. Like, yeah, to keep the guy we stole millions the, of dollars from. Join the us. first thing I thought of, and I just like, how did they face turn fucking Jason Statham? He killed That's a major character, oh, he... and and then now with the ninth one's been out. He's not dead, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, oh, that, that's still, but still, like, fuck eight, fuck eight for, like, you literally how how pretty how great Jesus fight scene with the baby. Yeah, I mean, how Jason Statham is like introduced though. He's literally introduced with Oy, like I'm coming I'm murdering everyone, yeah. <laughs> and then you're just like starting in Japan. I don't know why I started here. <laughs> but in the in the last one, he wasn't in it, right? And the, but they got his mom instead. Like they got Helen Mirren to be in that movie because well, they realized she, people like her more. She is like the what's called. She is like the fucking head person of all like of all the shit because she's like the glue between that and then uh, Hobbs and Shaw, a, a definitely worse movie. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. 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 Huh. Wow, blooms <laughs> off that rose. Mm -hmm. yeah. Speaking of slides. Yes, no. Sly's Sly's a great game. This was this was a lot of fun. It it kind of closed out the series for a long time until Thieves in Time, where I believe you recruit like one of the biggest antagonists in the series, which is Carmelita Fox. But she's she's always been like the actual hero to your anti-hero, and uh, so it's like it that sort of counts a bit less. But, uh, right. but yeah, like yeah, being able to play as former villains is kind of cool, and the fact that you have 3D glasses packed in for some reason. <laughs> it was the time. Yeah. As was the style at the time. Mm -hmm. it was never the 
I mean, yeah, it, it, it was a weird phase where, like, there were a few games in, like, the PS2's later years where it's just like, hey, we figured out how to do red-blue 3D or whatever. Let's pack in glasses and we'll just double the image on screen. And Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't great. That always kind of hurts to use for more than a few minutes. Uh, one of my favorite releases ever for a game was the Sly Trilogy for PS3. Mm-hmm. Because I never played all of them all the way through until really? uh, that time. Oh. Yeah, Because the only time I read about Sly now is, you know, articles on reputable websites. Just Sucker Punch says they're not making Sly anymore. Mm-hmm. They're not working on Sly. And like, this is, I'm like, is this a news story or a lack of news story? Yeah. <laughs> I love that series. I, I wish it would come back. But, you know, if you, if you want to talk about recruiting villains, there might be no villain bigger or more recruitable than... Number three. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's the character attacking at the end of that. You can't tell because yeah. this is I could tell. I remember Super that music Nintendo. very vividly. Oh yeah, All yeah. Right. I mean, because like you got to. I put like, well, one, I put like eighty hours into this game twice, mm-hmm. and yeah. as intended, it was my gateway into this entire genre of things we call RPGs. Yeah. I, I did. I didn't understand. I didn't want to read a lot in games, mm-hmm. and. uh Turns out if you put Mario in it, I'll pay attention. And I yeah. and I did. And, you know, kicked off the trend of Mario RPGs have, like, very interactive battles. You don't just wait for a meter to fill and then hit a button and select it's, attack. You have to, like, there's yeah. a little mini game involved. It mm-hmm. still may never get better than this battle system, though. Because uh, I don't know, I I'm I like the paper I like the paper battle system just a little bit more. The paper, but this was they, also... they got rid of the active time battle, so and they they hang they're having a yeah. st- even stupider cachet every single entry, and it sucks. Because Paper yeah. Mario is like the more charming Lego Star Wars kind of vibe of the Mario RPG series, and uh, right. uh, I think I think Origami King had the active like if you it, hit the button while did, you're landing on, them, but the other damage. ones did not. Until Paper Jam, which combined them with... Because that seemed to go to the Mario and Luigi series. Right. Mm. Yeah, and somehow ended up worse than, than the sum of its parts. Well, it's like, the, the the biggest problem is... It has a problem that a lot of later Mario and Luigi games have. that It is just too long. Yeah. Like, it overstates its focus. Yeah. Like, those games should be like 40 hours, not like a full 80. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're talking about Super Mario RPG. The yep. original. original. Right? The original. Uh, and yeah, there have been ones since then. Like, I think in Paper Mario games, Bowser has started joining the party pretty regularly. He's even coming into Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope as, as oh, one really? of the playable characters. Yeah, oh, hell that's yeah. been announced. Yeah, I mean, Bowser's Inside Story has entire Bowser yeah. segments, yeah. which are great. That's and, true. But... I, w- I will say the Paper Mario, I will, like, Paper Mario, he's not. Paper Mario, he is very, he's an antagonist in the first one, and then in the second one, he is, like, following you. <laughs> like, so it's like you get to play as Bowser in those games, but it's like playing... Mario one one, but your Bowser, because mm-hmm. uh, he is like a he is very famously a step behind you the whole way. Uh, mm-hmm. But fun fact, you get to wrestle Bowser in the uh, wrestling part of that game, which is really great. Where you basically, yes. where you basically this this uh, dethroned Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon, who <laughs> turns out to yeah. be a person who is feeding off people's life energy, 
Oh, of course. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. That, that yeah. is that is the high point for the whole series, I think. A thousand Year Door. Yeah. Never. That game that is so fucking. That game is great. That game is but uh, yeah, uh, Super Mario RPG, really great game. So it actually starts off with you fighting Bowser, mm-hmm. uh, and then Smithy comes and takes over Bowser's castle. So it is like once you reach into Bowser, Bowser is very upset that like someone one interrupted his fight against Mario, but then two took over his castle. So he joins up with you to get his yeah. uh, get his castle. And like yeah, it's very it's very interesting because like. Not only do you have, like, Bowser, this is, like, the first game where you can play as Peach, because mm-hmm. uh, Peach is a part of the party, and then uh, well, two other characters. Not well, counting Super Mario 2, but yeah. Yeah, yes, yes, not counting Super Mario 2, but then, like, you have other two other characters no one ever cared about, Mallow. like, Mallow. Mallow and Gino. No one, no one ever. Yeah, asked no one, no one picked up a fuss about Gino. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Smash Community. Yeah, you know what? Gino sucks. He does like, suck. I can just it's, say it. He's not I a, hope he never he's not becomes a, good, a character. I love Pinocchio. He is a terrible <laughs> Pinocchio. That's what he I hope. Is. Gino, Gino becomes a playable character in Nickelodeon All Star Blast, and you never get him in a Smash game. <laughs> I I hope Gino and Waluigi never come to Smash. Yeah. I just I never want it to ever happen. Yeah. Well, here's here's the dramatic moment when Bowser actually joins your party. Shoves you out of the way. To walk away. It's like, well, Peach is up on that tower. I've lost interest. Time to go home. I, th- I thought he was crop dusting you. Just walked by the yeah. Uh Comes it, back and he kicks you again. It, it does have... Uh, one of the more bizarre localization aspects because yeah bowser's victory pose in the original japanese version is i don't even know what you call it we you don't really see it much it's anymore. like this it's like like the, the I, we the, called it the, the new york yeah. bird back in the day like a like flipping the bird but let's up yours oh, yeah. man oh, yeah, yeah but the but the thing the is like bird. so it in america it looks like the up yours but like in japan he's doing like yeah, he's caught it is like, a old wrestler it's an old wrestler yeah, yeah, muscle looks, buster thing looks yeah. like what roman reigns does before he goes Ooh, and <laughs> yeah so it's like <laughs> but it's like because like a lot of old japanese wrestlers will do that like they'll do the they'll grab their muscle and it's like it's a show of strength yes uh but it and does sort of pull like it down the, like your cock a, a gun. up yours uh, yeah it, it doesn't like the a up yours mm-hmm. so they had to they had yeah their, there's uh, exclusive offensive bowser sprites in japan the japanese version (laughs) and uh track that down and uh and 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 the other great thing about it it's it's made by square which at the time like you know i was i knew of but i wasn't personally familiar with their pedigree having been too bored to continue with any of their rpgs Mm -hmm. uh my favorite square game at that point was rad racer speaking of great 3d games uh and, and and it's the i think it's like the first mario game where there's like Zelda and Metroid references like littered everywhere. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, the RPG games have always worked fast and loose with like kind of the lore of the Mario yeah, in a way, series like, and they, they allow the Mario Kart more. series continues to struggle to like acknowledge all of Nintendo in a way that Mario RPG right. embraced fucking years ago. Well, they had to have the humor and so one of the ways they do that is like kind of uh breaking the fourth wall occasionally. I you guys are talking about like how this got you into RPGs. At first I'm like well, why would Nintendo want to do that? Why would they care, oh, right? Yeah. And then I remember, oh, RPGs. yeah, this was a Squaresoft game. Yeah. So it makes perfect sense for Square. They're like, oh, hey, uh, first they're, first hit's free, kids. We'll get they're you They're the RPGs. company who gave you Dragon Quest for free for subscribing to its magazine because they wanted you hooked. And to mm-hmm. treat that series like it was treated in Japan. 
Yeah, this was also an early game that had like 3D rendered graphics like Donkey Kong Country, which was a big selling point at the time. I think uh, yeah. you know, nin- Nintendo had access to the SGI workstations and was like, oh. yeah, let's just use this for all our games. In now. hindsight, it's, it's pretty hideous. Like when you zoom in on oh, these character it's aged models, terribly. They're, they're pretty awful. Yeah. The gameplay is still great, but like, uh, and, and you, you know, if you're playing it, I'm guessing it's available on Nintendo Switch Online. It was, it was it is. in, the, in the, the Super Nintendo Mini, so it should be there. Yeah, it is on Nintendo Switch Online. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, if you're going to do that, just go play Paper Mario. That's there too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't. But I, I, I think this is a. I, it's. I. It is a very fun game. I do think like it has. Age to a degree, um, but I, I, it's something about that music, like you said, Chris. Like yeah. I, I hear that music, and it's just like I feel great. It feels like I'm like eight years old again, picking up this game because it had Mario characters on it, and then being like, "Wait, how do you play this?" And like being able to find enjoyment that way. And, like, and I, I, I'm someone who sort of rediscovered RPGs backwards through this, but Square was always going for something pretty serious with their rpgs and epic and like this kind of isn't that it is it's mm. it's it's lighter uh it, the the music and the tone is all a lot less dire and no one's on the edge of extinction or anything like that yeah no. uh, it just get a castle back and uh, it, it, it's mm. relaxing so in the in the in the battle system makes it more playable i think than most rpgs on this platform uh yeah because right. if you're if mm. If you're trying to digest a story through 80 hours of text screens, I'm not sure you understand what story is. And uh, <laughs> that's not how you deliver one. It's not a good way to do that. Yeah. But uh, the battle system right. is engaging and will keep you entertained the entire time because everybody has it. And, and unlike the other Mar- Mario RPG games, there's not that many people with different active time abilities. Right. And, and you can swap them out at your choosing. And like Bowser is by far the most powerful and the biggest he's a tank the biggest damage sponge so he was usually in my party no offense to Mallow whom I love yeah everybody loves Mallow he looks he's like yeah if, if, if Voldemort did sumo wrestling <laughs> if, if, Mallow, if Kirby got chunky and, and tried to squeeze into like genie pants Mallow's a cloud who pretends that he's a tadpole I, I hate it it is my cloud problem <laughs> I hate people who are liars Valo, you are not a tadpole. You are a cloud man. Hate RPG protagonists who are clouds. It, it, Who yes. do you suppose owns Mallow and Gino? Is that Square? Uh, Square, Square Enix mm. officially owns. Do they? That, that would be are, why we never see they them. They do. Yeah, mm-hmm. Square Enix owns those characters uh, as well as they own. There's a character in the game called Boshi, which is just an evil Yoshi that has never been used. Um, <laughs> and it's like so. Boshi actually goes through like. It is technically the Wario Waluigi yeah. for mm. Yoshi because it even does like the name because uh, Wadori, uh, it's like what you do for evil. So Wario is evil Mario Wadori, right? Sure. But Boshi is like a different because it's like a different interpretation of it. I'm no Greg Moore, but I can uh, I play one on TV. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so like Boshi, and, but Boshi is just gone because they don't own the right to them or like Smith. Like, there's so many things. Like, I wish they would do something with these characters, but... They, they did. Well, like, Gino so. came to Smash in the form of, a, like, a me costume, or whatever you call that. Good. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, but, like, if... 
remember, like this period is so over, so it's not worth like getting your ire back up again. This is like the last time Square and Nintendo were friendly for a while. Mm. They like then yeah, Square got in bed with PlayStation. A year later, yeah. Final Fantasy VII comes out, and they don't talk to Nintendo for like another five years. Yeah. I think it was like a big deal. Like I forget if it was on GameCube or N sixty four. There was like a baseball game that Square was allowed to make for a Nintendo platform, and everyone yeah. was like, "Yes, they're talking they're again." Ta- <laughs> yes, yeah. mom and dad are going to get back together. It's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but I I love Bowser's characterization in this because it's like he, they could have just said like, "Oh, we need to join forces until I can get my castle back." No, he has to rationalize it so that he is always in charge. So what does he say? He says. You guys can join my Koopa Troop. Now you're official members of the Koopa Troop. Mario and, and uh, Peach and everyone else. Talk about like, the Koopa yeah. Troop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, they, I will yes, say... you know, the rival yeah. game to the Goof Troop. They, uh, <laughs> I, uh, once a year, they get into a, an epic battle and stab yeah. each other. And, and I love uh, that like he's ready to give up toward the end. And they're like, no, you have to go fight this other guy or your castle will be in danger again. And he's just like... Oh man, this stinks. I can't just be pals with these cretins, but I I don't want to have to fight off waves of weapon guys. Uh Yeah. Uh Bowser, the very interesting thing about Bowser is as long as like if you interrupt the things that he wants to do, he does not matter. Like he will be like, "Okay, we have to fix this right." So like I think of like the first Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga um game like you do team up with bowser he just doesn't join your party mm-hmm. because he goes to kidnap princess peach but the bean kingdom people have already kidnapped her so he's like all right, all right mario and this green guy i don't know like <laughs> he like just shits on <laughs> luigi the whole game which is like objectively always funny because <laughs> he's just like he's just like no. i've never met you before <laughs> it's like <laughs> who what? even are you I, I say from experience it's not funny to be mean to Tall Italians. Ah, uh, well, <laughs> never. <laughs> what about that tall Italian? That specific. Oh <laughs> no, Maro Michael. I, I, this is all I got. Okay, fair enough. Um, I feel like, given Luigi's hops, if he came out today, he'd be playing in the NBA. True. He'd be notorious for flopping because he'd come from more of the European style of playing. Mm-hmm. TL, back me up here. Yeah, yeah. He he definitely. If we look at his. Uh, how he jumps, his jumping ability, body size. We're looking at Sean Bradley. Maybe, <laughs> no, no maybe, not Sean Bradley. Maybe no, a not Luke Sean Longley Bradley. Type. Everyone, am I correct? No, no. I, I was uh, Sean of, Bradley. Like... If you if you've seen the original movie Space Jam, if you remember the tall blue alien. Big, big that country, is... right? That's big <laughs> no, country. that's Robert. That's Robert Taylor. That's, that's oh right, right, right. Big thick. Sean I... Bradley was like seven six. Like, literally 123 pounds in the 90s. I was giving Luigi more of a Vlade Divac type game, you know, like he he lights up heaters between the half. I feel when I talk about cartoons incessantly or wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Vlade Divac is like a very famous NBA player. How do you not know who Vlade is? I have literally not named a basketball player that played past the 1990s right you should absolutely know these people vlade is like the first big european transport to the nba who like literally would like smoke cigarettes between games and he just like <laughs> think of like euro style like european b- basketball player that is vlade mm-hmm. it, he's awesome yeah just and does he played a, for like 20 years just does a slam dunk and like puts out his cigarette on the rim while he's up there like, i mean yeah. i mean basically <laughs> yeah like vlade divak he actually is now like a an executive in the nba oh it's okay. Yeah, it's what happened. So, oh my god! 
I guess yeah, Michael Jordan, Jordan and Michael Jordan owns, owns a team. team. I guess so. Yeah, Michael Jordan owns a team. He owns yeah. the Charlotte. He owns the Charlotte Hornets because not only is the most '90s person alive going to own the most '90s team. <laughs> That's true. You better you show some respect to our, our purple and turquoise outfits, TL. <laughs> it's, it'll he come used back. to own part of the Washington Wizards and then went to play for them, which was very strange. Like, hey, I I own most of this team now. Uh, you guys need a good player. I'm gonna play it, was, for you. it was almost sad. It's like the, the, what got Peter Jackson to make three Hobbit movies. Oh, God. <laughs> no one else will do this. Money? I guess they got it. Wanting more money? I mean, that's kind of... <laughs> That's like Ric Flair's wrestling career. <laughs> By the way, it's ending this weekend. Uh, Apparently, sure. maybe. Ending. Ending. Ending to see if he dies. In the <laughs> it's <laughs> just that movie, The Wrestler. Now, like he is Randy the Ram, and it's kind of sad. Except that he right. may have. Anyway, sorry. Let's move along. Number two. I must say, I am amused at this attempt to save a man who tried to kill you once. <laughs> Actually, twice. No, three times. All the same, what is it you hope to accomplish? Mr. Miller is beyond your help. What do you care if I try? Uh, Very well. Your futile attempts do entertain me, after all. Uh, Any ideas? Knight Rider the video game. Yes. Dude, I was just thinking about earlier today that Knight Rider should be a fucking video game. I would play the shit out of it. It was. It was Uh, called Spy Hunter. Mm. Yeah, exactly. uh, but no, this is uh, Saint Row. Is this Saint Row three, four, four, four? four. Uh, okay. So this is like this. This has always been a feature of Saints Row. I think this idea of bringing your enemies around to your side. Maybe they're even big bads from previous games. But it is super a feature in four where. And, and I'm just using, like, one of the the missions where you rescue Matt Miller, who's, like, one of the three central antagonists, or I guess four central antagonists in, in the third game. He, w- he was, like, the leader of a computer hacker gang called the Deckers. And this time <laughs> around, uh, you find out, like, oh, he's trapped in a virtual reality simulation by the alien warlord Zinyak, who's blown up Earth. And we can save him. And add him to the team because we need his hacking skills. So, yeah, you, you get plopped into a virtual reality level that is heavily, heavily inspired by Tron. And silly things start happening. Mackenzie, how am I supposed to rescue Matt without a weapon? Well, you don't have superpowers either. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why the fuck are there giant words in my face? It's a command prompt. Just give me a second. Yeah, so she opens the the console cheat command menu, like that little drop-down thing in in Windows games, and uh, starts typing in codes. And while she's trying to type in the cheats, it fucks up the camera, and uh, you you are stuck in like a top-down tank level, and you have to just fight your way through while she, she works things out. And eventually the tank gives way to riding around on a light cycle, which... Which gives way to, of all things, a text adventure where you get to hear this music while Zinyak, the main villain, makes fun of you. Wait, is that Matt? Trapped in technology he doesn't understand in a cyber world he can't control. Don't worry, Matt. I'll get you out. Without Miss Kensington. Very doubtful. So you have to go through a bunch of like 8 bit sprite screens with like little multiple choice text answers to things and. Try to rescue Matt from a text adventure in which he's trapped while a clear analog, like a sound-alike version of the original Metroid's music is playing in the background. 
I mean, I gotta say, anytime I'm playing a text adventure, I do feel trapped. So this does apply. You gotta rescue mm-hmm. Matt mm-hmm. from playing yeah. text. Adventures. <laughs> gotta rescue Matt from the or Dom visual Matrix novels as end. well. Yeah, yeah. Or once you recruit him, you can you can fuck Matt. Matt, I've been thinking we could all be dead soon. So shit, I can't believe I'm saying this. You don't have to die a virgin. Can you call me Nightblade? Are you fucking serious? You still want to have a go? Uh, what the hell? Damn. Like that just hits close to home, man. Mm-hmm. I tell you. Yeah, I, I do love the romance mechanic <laughs> in Saints Row 4. It's like, it's clearly parodying Mass Effect. And yet there's like, you don't have to do any quests. You just walk up to them and ask if they want to fuck. And they're like, yeah, sure. Unless it's Keith David. Keith David never wants to have sex. Yeah, he's, he's his hard pass. But I'm using Matt Miller because that level was one of the most memorable. But uh, there's tons of antagonists in Saints Row 4 that you can add to your side in in the face of extinction. One of them, I had forgotten he was even an antagonist in the very first game, is uh, this guy. Death bar enough. King, whoa, whoa, it's me. Remember, I'm the president and you're my chief of staff. Shit. Yeah, I remember now. What's going on here? My crew turned on me. Tanya and Big Tony pulled a coup and now they want my ass dead. I was hoping Julius and the Saints would help me out. Oh, shit, he's not around here, is he? No, I'm never able to find him. <laughs> no, 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 believe me, it's for the best. Now let's get you out of here. So yeah, all your allies are trapped in simulations. You have to go and free them. He is trapped in a simulation. That, that's Benjamin King, who was the leader of the Vice Kings, one of the main uh, antagonist gangs in the very first Saints Row. Yeah. And Back so, when Saints Row was bad. Yeah, yeah. And the, and it makes fun of that. <laughs> <Sorry>. It's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is kind of a bad game. Pop up in Stillwater and it's just like, I remember it looking worse than this. Oh, it's really come a long way in the last few years. <laughs> uh, but that's, it was, uh, yeah, Saints Row had the benefit of being like an HD GTA before we get, like years before we could ever get one. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's the only me, GTA Me Too that stuck around. And I... I keep forgetting there's a new one coming out because it's been so long since four. Yeah. You mean a reboot coming out? A re- re- reboot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think next month. Yeah, yeah. it's very yeah. soon. They released that thing where you can build a villain or something. There's like a standalone oh, yeah, yeah, app yeah. they were using. Yeah. I I hope it's better than Agents of Mayhem, which was the other <laughs> reboot that came out that I, nobody I, played. I will say I've had a lot of friends who who have actually touched the game and have have been raving about how good that. Okay. So, so the new one, highly recommended. The new one, no, not no, no, no one like Asians of Mayhem. (laughs) I think the reason we're so shocked is like in the absence of GTA for the past how many years now, and Mm, multiple game generations. Very soon, ten years next year, I think. Like, like Saints Row was always sort of the stand-in between GTA games. Like, ah, well, you know, it's close enough, and whatever. It's like there should have been three or four of them in this time. There were four of them over the course of six years. Right. And then it just it took like ten years, yeah. almost a decade off. Well, like every every step in that franchise is like it's a huge leap forward. Like the first yeah. game, I remember thinking like, this is kind of bad. This is basically like what you get when a bunch of Midwestern kids uh, want to make their own GTA and have like <laughs> weird ideas about what criminal the culture backyard is like. wrestling of GTA. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, two was like. We are, like, taking everything up to 11. 
you can grab fucking mailboxes or, or like uh, newspaper vending machines off the street and use them as weapons. Same with parking meters. Uh, like all this cool shit. Uh, you are absolutely merciless. Like one of the bosses, you uh, kidnap his girlfriend and stick her in the trunk of a car that he's going to run over with his monster truck. And then he does. And it's like, oh, man, you really stuck it to that guy. Like that's and and then the third is just like fuck it we're just silly now the saints are international celebrities and uh, everyone like watches and loves their heists and that's they, that's a that's a memory for me speaking mm-hmm. meshing Final Fantasy and Saints Row together I was uh, working in games lack of a better word journalology but I sort of I was not paid to make a promotional video for Saints Row it was just fun to work on and they were mm-hmm. adamant like. Include a purple dildo. Here's where you can get one. <laughs> we want okay. to play up a purple dildo. Mm-hmm. You should have looked them squarely in the eye and said, how do you know I don't have one yes. on me can, now? In me, right It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't smell great. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can use it. I mean, you I know, got you. I Just look at uh, them and give them a wink. Vid- video is you. not an olfactory medium. You do not have to smell <laughs> porn. You can watch me get hit in the face with it. In that, I forget what video that yeah. is. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's the uh, recruiting. You're recruiting it was, the Saints. It, it's literally a, a, a like making fun of the not a parody of the Final Fantasy. The Fantasy Six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you yeah. have to go buy a purple dildo, or did they supply yes, one did. to you? No, Jeez. no. But, but they, they. But that's that's where Saints Row Three was in terms of its marketing. Like, play up the purple dildo. If you think yeah. about like games marketing, like ten years ago, you're talking like Game Pro TV. You couldn't put a fucking dildo in JD Roth's mouth. It, it, it's good for me. <laughs> I mean, you don't know JD Roth. <laughs> <laughs> okay I mean, not on television. <laughs> yeah, um, I got you. <laughs> but yeah, this, this series is is full of you know redeemed uh, enemy combatants, and I love it. Um, you got you got Benjamin King, who was originally played by Michael Cl- Michael Clark Duncan. Uh, in four, oh, he was played right, by Terry yeah. Crews, which yeah, that's cool. Um, You've got Viola de Winter, who I believe was played by Sasha Gray, the ex-porn star. Mm. Um, then you've got, uh, who else, who else? Well, Matt Miller, obviously. Dane Vogel in the uh, in Get Out of Hell. He's like one of the villains in 2, in like the Ultor DLC. And you end up taking over his company when you after you kill him, which is why the Saints are so big in 3, because like mm. they own a multinational corporation now. And uh, in Gat Out of Hell, he he joins the team and and helps you out and, you know, freeing the boss from Satan who wants him to marry uh, his daughter. And uh, and, but also, why would you you reboot this series? (laughs) It was so so far. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, And then, yeah, Saints Row 4 also lets you because, you know, after the Earth blows up, it lets you recruit simulations of the big bads from previous games including Cyrus Temple, the military commander who was ready to annihilate Steelport in Saints Row the Third. So I'm supposed to believe you're the vice president of the United States. That's right. Why is that so hard to believe? I'm just surprised that you aren't the actual president. Seems more fitting for a man of your character. You make a very compelling point. Yeah, they follow you around as homies. Fucking, uh, I ain't nobody's fourth Ghostbuster. Yeah. <laughs> nope star, Keith David. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's in Nope. I did not know that. Yes. I, I need to see yeah, that. I did not know either. Yeah, I got to watch that movie. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, and uh, like you can, they, I think the the bosses from at least the second game, possibly the first game, are like the, a, a lot of them are recruitable. And you also get hippie Shandy from the second game. Like when when that character was introduced, she's like just a burnout hippie. And then by the third game, she'd gotten like a huge makeover and was was all just very slick and pretty. And so she's very unhappy that the hippie version of her is back and they do not get along at all. Um, do kids understand hippie references nowadays? I don't know. I mean, they, yes, because hippies do are, will never die. That's true. <laughs> no, but they mostly di- have died off is the thing. Well, you don't, the original the first, hippies, yes. But God, I just I was at a party and like it had like the full open bar and there's a bunch of like. Old people with kids there, and then someone's like, uh, this party's really going to kick up when the music gets here. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? We can play music anytime we want, and then I just see a bunch of fucking bongo drums and Ugh. acoustic guitars being pulled out of a trunk of a car. Like, no! We got to get the fuck out of here! <laughs> yeah, but Matthew he McConaughey shows up, all right, all right, all right, takes just his because, pants off. Like, just because Gen 1 Bohemians have grown up into like adults... Doesn't mean like we're not on like some fourth or fifth generation oh, bohemian yeah. bullshit. I, like, I went to college with a, never go away with a ton of them in the nineties. Like they were but I, very big, crunchy granola flower children all over the goddamn place. But yeah. I guess what I'm saying is, are they still called hippies or have they morphed into something else? They're still right? called like, hippies. No, they're like still goth hippies. kids sort of morphed into emo kids mm. for a while. No, 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 no. Okay, see, this is this is where your age is showing. Goth kids, emo kids are two completely different. Oh, yes. Did they fight goth, to the death or something? A, a, a goth, a, like, goths are still a thing. Hmm. Emo kids are still a thing. It's like scene kids. These are different variations of, of a thing that you're looking at you think is one thing. Okay. Hippies are still there. They still are still there. they are still live and kicking. Like I said, it's just a new generation of I'm, hippies. I, I, yeah. Are Hessians still a thing? Like, like in punks. high school, we had Hessians who were like metalheads that were kind of like, I mean, yeah, they, they had to merge with the Sochas. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, those sounds like those sound like alt writers now. Like I, those I, I probably they probably were. Yes. Who's, yeah. who's playing yeah. Pony Boy these days? I, I met I met I met someone at that party and became friends with them on social media. And it just I would not have had as definitive an answer as TL if I hadn't done that less than a year ago. Because when I see what she does, I'm like God, there really still is like a fucking hippie thing happening in this country. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, she keeps going to these weird fucking concerts of terrible music and and attire. Uh, Had no idea. No idea. I went went to, like, a lot of Dave Matthews concerts when I was in college, and I saw the hippie contingent. I also went to, like, a Grateful Dead show, and so I I know those people around, but they seemed to be dying off. They seemed to be a lot older. No, that variant, again, that variant. It's a variant. It's like the fucking, it's like coronavirus. (laughs) But like this, (laughs) this version of hippie, like listens to very experimental folk music, which fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. Chris, I, I feel for you because I've been there. I've dated the new generation of hippies. It's it's, not fun. It's not fun. The hallmark now seems like at the party I was at, Shit, does everyone here raise their own fucking chickens? Ugh. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, that, that, yes. Gross. You, you head a little the weirdest conversation California. I've ever been a part of. <laughs> you you head, head toward the Russian River and you will encounter those hippies still mm-hmm. in California that are like, yeah. I, I never get tired because I lived on, you guys had all been to my place in San Francisco. Uh, it was most, it was literally a homeless tent city with like a fondue restaurant 
no indication of like the old San Francisco. And then every once in a while, I'd be out at around 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. And you know, like a, a door would open in a bigger garage door that you got to step through. Yeah. And these decayed, bent, hippie, like tie-dyed, gray-haired hippie couple would walk out silent. Shh. We got to make sure everybody's asleep. And they would like, oh, there they are! The last hippies on the street! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Can someone get a picture of like Bigfoot? We got to leave our million-dollar home to right. dumpster dive. Dude, it, they were living in like, uh, like a three-story thing like just brownstone thingamajig that they never emerged from and had no windows you know they say if you hang out in the hate ashbury after midnight you might see them you might have a chance of seeing the old you might, original you might hear a hippie howl as they roam these old hills <laughs> why do they sound like you guys are about to start like the hippie version of Duck of Duckula. <laughs> like, legend has it the hour like batwing patchouli i'll get it uh, <laughs> you know, the government was, um, they had a program where they were developing super hippies that yes. living in San Francisco. And, and, and please listen to the Laser Time Hippie episode, because that was one of the most fun episodes I've ever done. Media depictions of hippies. Yeah, the hippie episode. Because that, that that was a, a thing, like, in the 60s. Like, every show had to have, like, a hippie episode. And I, yeah. I missed it. It's in a bonus time. It was, like, right after that, I watched the fucking Love Bug for some mm. reason. <laughs> Why? I, Did I you know. Just, Leave like, me alone. I'm Leave bored? me alone. It's just it's something we were doing. Uh, Disney Plus may have been new, and and there's this scene where this woman she gets uh, like attacked by Herbie and locked in the car, and she's like, "Help! Help! I'm being kidnapped!" And a hippie like, and he can't smoke pots because it's a Disney movie, so he's he's sucking a giant milkshake, and just to, to, <laughs> okay. so you so you know he's a hippie, and he turns right. out like. Hey, chicky baby, we're all trapped. I'm like, way to respond to a woman in trouble, buddy. Got a boy, a little too laid back. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we have spent way too long on this baby. aside. Let's move uh, along to it's the moment TL's been waiting for. Right, that is an attack by what character in which game? Uh, that is attacked by Magnus in I would consider one of the greatest games of all time, Chrono Trick. Yeah, Magus. Uh, but yeah, Magus. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I always add it. Magnus is is in the German localization. That's his yeah. Thing. Uh, no, I always add an N for some. Like when I read it, I always see the N, but it's not there. It is I mean, Magnus. You can you can actually once he joins the party, you can name him, even though he's been presumably named Magus through the whole game because he is. For most of the game, he's like the big bad. He's the villain that you're trying to stop. And then you find out like, oh, no, the actual villain is this thing called Lavos. And he's trying to kill it. And he's just, you know, he's been shaped by his experiences to be a very bad person. But he's out for revenge against the same thing you are. So, Mm. he, you know, he realizes like, I'm not strong enough to beat this thing after it, spoiler alert, kills the main character. And so he's like, I need to use Chrono's friends and maybe we can bring him back somehow. And then I can have allies as I go against this thing. Yeah. Well, and you also think about it like, so Magus's actual original name is like Janice Mm -hmm. uh, because he's like the kid in this weird future past. Um, (laughs) And that's when like, because his mom 
basically has this cult who resurrect Lavos, and he's like, this sucks! And then he gets blown in the time, blown forward in the time, and ends up in a, like a demon world with like like the demon part or like yeah. the the more monster part it's, of it, the world. It's the Middle Ages, but you know, yeah, he's immediately beset by goblins. Uh, <laughs> and they, but they raise him, and they're like, "Hey, this is the good, this is the good thing you should do." And he's like, "Hey, those humans suck. What if we raged war with them?" Mm-hmm. And then there's a constant war, but they're still going for the same thing. It's really silly, but it's really fun. And he's a really fun character. Very, actually, deep character. The only thing that's a problem is that he has the Akira Toriyama problem where Akira Toriyama can draw, like, three characters. Yep. And if they're humans, <laughs> they are all the same humans. So, like, mm-hmm. the other person I was going to say on this list as well was um, in Dragon Quest XI, uh, you get one of the, like, one of the king's knights, because the king is the bad guy. And you fight this knight for a while, and he ends up joining your team just like Magus. And he looks just like Magus because Akira Toyama can draw, like, five characters. Yep. So, like... <laughs> um, it's like, is this a Goku, a Vegeta, or a Bulma? <laughs> it, <laughs> Those are the I, three I, things I can draw. I, I remember the first time I saw the art for Dragon Quest Three, and I was like... This is after I've seen Dragon Ball. I was like, well, that's just Gohan. This is just mm-hmm. the Gohan. What are you mm-hmm. doing here? Um... But so no, this is this is where I point out, man. Unless you had friends you talked to about these games back in the day, I always read this guy's name. You guys keep saying Magus. To me, it was Magus because that's how like the actual English word, like a, a, a member of a, ma- a magic order, is yeah, pronounced. No, I mean the actual word is Magus in English. Yeah, and uh, there's, I mean, there's someone also someone who uses magic is a Magus. Yeah, and M A G U S. So, I'm learning too, go, Matt. Oh, no, I, go look up the pronunciation no, of that word, no, Michael. It's a, a mage M- is something different. A mage, is mage, yeah, no. mage is M-A-G-E. Mm-hmm. I will link you to a fucking thing. dictionary. It's hard A, magus, right there. I'm looking at it right now. Hard A is mm-hmm. math. Magus. Oh, yeah. The solid Mag- line over the A. Yeah. yeah. That's, yes. ah. a. That's not an A. That's not an A. A is A A is the A E combined. That's the not a. an argument I take to Wiki Park. <laughs> no. uh, you guys are wrong on this one. No, no it's not. It's when you say what do you say, Magi or Magi? What do you say? What do you say? I, I would I say, say Magi. Yeah. Also, Listen, what would you call? Different. What would you call? What would you call Magneto? Would you call him Magnus? Can't spell that's, Magneto because yeah, yeah. there's an N in there. That's different. Yeah. But it's the same. This this is uh, wait no, in, by your this logic you would insane. call it a magnet. <laughs> no, I it's, mag- it, no. it's it's I a call magnet, it a magnet. And so you call it no it's a magnet so you call it a magneto it's a mage so you call it a magus. I have no what idea what's happening but magnus. I'm with Matt on this. You call him magnus. It's magus. It's, it's magus. magus. No, it's magus. It's magus. No, no, magus. it's not. This is dumb. Let's move on. Yeah, uh, agree to disagree. <laughs> but it's uh, yeah, Chrono Trigger is. Wonderful game about jumping around in time and fighting monsters there in weird animeized versions really of different time t- periods. I didn't. I didn't play it till the DS, and I, I was like, "This is fucking amazing." Yeah, this is really fucking good. And and sorry, TL, but you RPG fans think everything is fucking good. And it first of all, <laughs> don't no. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. Don't put me. And I don't think everyone. I literally just got shit for saying I think Final Fantasy VI <laughs> is a is a 
great game, but it's flawed because I oh. think it is a flawed game. No, you're wrong. It's too long. It is too long. No. Um, World of Ruin could have been cut in half. So I agree with you. However, Chrono Trigger, Christopher is a perfect. Yeah, it's, it, it it doesn't date <laughs> at all. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, that game fucking rules. It, it's when people have tried to remake, like do redo the Chrono Trigger magic, it just doesn't work. This was just like a perfect, and it is like this is like if you were getting the best game designers, the best you know, div, uh, the best art people, the best music people, because this is literally a dream team. It is the developers of... It's the story scenario was written by the guys who did Dragon Quest. The music is done by Uematsu. Obviously, the art is Akira Toriyama. Like, it, this is literally a dream team, which is why it is so timeless and great. Yeah. It's it's one of those, like, you don't need to be a fan of RPGs and uh, or JRPGs to go back and enjoy. It is, like, it is kind of flawless. And I would I wish I could play that that DS version again. God damn. Yeah, it's it's great. I mean the PC yeah. version I guess is similar to that. Is it? Cuz uh, it has like full I might I might get roasted for saying that because I know that Square Enix is uh, I thought PC I, I googled that recently cuz those well those animated cutscenes they originated on the PS1 version? Yeah. yeah. So they are on the PSX version. Yeah. Um but that was never considered a great version cuz the load times on that one. But the DS version had games. those cutscenes. Yep. Without the load, without yeah, load the DS, why it's the best one. DS yeah. version, yeah, it's the best. But one. they, but they were in a one and a half p, and mm. so I've, <laughs> I've always wanted to see those animated cutscenes again. Uh, it, it just upres. They're not upres. Fucking, it, they should be HD. They're hand drawn. Yeah, you would think. Um, I would say like I'm pretty sure in the modding community, if you have the Steam version, you could probably get a really good version. Mm. Like because they've. They've they people have modded like the text in those mm. games, like in those uh square ports, which is the only thing that's like really pulling those things back is like like how the text is presented and everything like that, some of the sprite work. So like those pixel port those pixel perfect port, they have been like people who modded it. So I'm pretty sure some people have modded like the to make that game look better mm. or to to work better. Um uh, Cause that was the only issue with that was just like some of the dialogue boxes were like very funky with like the with the um with the version on Steam. But other than that, it's it's still like most of the sprites from the 3DS version. I think it doesn't have the cutscenes, which is the only thing like I think it's missing. But it's still it's still that game. Mm. Love it. Hmm. Yeah, it's a really good game. Uh, and like I said, uh. Magus mm-hmm. joining your team. Mages. It's Magus. Uh, we said Magus. Magus. We're we're not having this conversation <laughs> again. Um, um, I think it's also really great, and it's like it, I think it's also really cool because it allows a character like Megan. Frog. Um, oh, <laughs> can you say? Oh, oh well, I'm sorry. Computer I'm sorry. Online it. dictionary that tells you how to pronounce words on fucking MerriamWebster.com. What were you saying, TL? I'm I'm not Megan. hearing the soft G, Matt. Oh. Uh, that was not what the argument was about, was it, you Michael? Were it was about it was how to mages. pronounce the A. You pers- you said major. Uh, okay. My argument was about how to pronounce the A, not the G. Well, it's entirely possible the computer voice is wrong. All I can think of now is uh, Mage's <laughs> beacon teaches typing. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, yeah, there is there is that great moment I where you uh, recruit Magus. Mages. <laughs> 
standing at a cliff, and Frog wants to kill him. And you get the choice, do you want to fight me? And you can say yes or no, and if you pick no, then Frog puts his sword away, and it's like, that won't bring Chrono back, and Magus is like, oh, but maybe I can. Cue the next bit of the, the game, and it's pretty yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, game's great. Yeah, then you get the Colonel Sugar, and then you do all that stuff, and then it's a lot of farming, mm-hmm. but it's always fun. Yeah. Wait, you mean the JRPG expects you to farm for 40 hours after you played through the story for 40 hours? It's no. more like 10 hours, and that's only if you want to get the rainbow weapons. Don't don't mm-hmm. come here. Don't come here <laughs> slandering that game. I'm, this was not directed just at that game. It was. It's just common JRPG trope. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am a get... giant fan of Antagonist Matt, and I will back him up on anything he's doing right now. Right. <laughs> 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 uh, download Xenoblade Chronicles Three. It is out now. Um, but no, uh, it's it's a really great, it's a really good game. It's not even long too. Like I think you could do that game in like forty hours. Like it's just man, dude, what a, listen to yourself. Fucking <laughs> listen. To you. It's not even long. You can do that game in forty hours. I mean, Get a life, dude. For, like, how, how many? JRPG how many? Back then, yeah. yes, that is that is about standard length. Dude, like in like how forty many hours, hours in like a you know in like a. <laughs> You know, if Stranger Things was more than four seasons, even though every episode is right. two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, modern JRPGs, like, you can do it in 120 hours. Yeah, about to say, how many hours did you put in fucking Elden Ring? But I think it's something like um, Diana brings up on 302010 is, is when we talk about recommend things that are, like, culturally or historical significance, sometimes that can feel like homework. And I'm here to tell you, as someone who's not the biggest fan of all JRPGs, Chrono Trigger doesn't feel like homework at all. It feels amazing. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it it it's it's worth it's worth tracking down. Like not just to be a completist. Right? It's not Blade Runner or, or <laughs> never mind. Patreon.com slash later time. We'll be talking about Blade Runner soon. Um, it's not one of those things you have to experience to understand why we are where we are. It's just no. Nah, this is fun and riveting from the get go, and yep. everything is great about it. You guys think you hate me for one word. Um, chrono. It, what? what if I told you it was Chrono? Chrono. It's Chrono. It's not Chrono. We're not British. It's, it's not Chrono. No, it is. It's, it's Dr. Dre's the Chrono Trigger. <laughs> Fucking. You say Chronis? The type Chronis? No, you don't. Fuck. Oh, my gosh. You say chronometer, but yeah, no. yeah, chronological. You don't say chronological. I do. Chron- I say chronological. I will say chronological all the time now. Thank mm-hmm. you. All right. Well, that's been our top. <laughs> I, bet, five. I bet you we... will, Pa Rappa. Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's been our top five. We hope you enjoyed it. We're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, some news, some other stuff. So stay tuned. Mommy told me something. Let's get scratching. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? 
then we strongly encourage you to support this show on patreon.com slash laser time. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the Laser Time Network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. But I want to talk about good cartoons. Talk talk about about a good cartoon, a good experience, a movie I have seen three times. What? What? I've seen three times. Yeah, I've seen it twice already. Uh, that's Chippendale Rescue. What the fuck? I, I'm supposed to be the, like the diehard here. Jesus Christ! It, it is, I, does seem like a movie custom made for you though, Chris, because it's like yeah. the sequel to Roger Rabbit. We never. It is. It is Roger Rabbit, and I. I don't say this with cynicism. It's Roger Rabbit for uh, millennials and Gen Xers, uh, yeah. and, and and just because like, you know, I didn't want to spoil things for Michael. I was just like trying to say like, you're not going to see Mickey. And you're not going to see Donald, really. But, like, dude, there's schnookums in meat in the end credits, for fuck's sake. I don't think that's been acknowledged by Disney in any way ever. But there's, like, they're just, boom, there in the end. It's fucking crazy. It, it, uh, some of those cameos that they got and are the, yeah. Randy Marsh is in a... Randy Marsh is, Randy in, Marsh a fucking, is chilling in a sauna. He's in a, in a sauna room. I was... I, I got... With uh, two of the three little pigs. <laughs> Get Bonus Time, a weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just $5 on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. And welcome back to our final segment, where we're not going to waste any time before we jump into that wonderful Ooh. bit that is known as... And we've lost TL by this point, uh, so we are not only a day late, but a host short. Um, but he did tell me some things about As Dusk Falls, which none of us have played, but he has. And he said he wants you all to know that it's like a playable episode of Tom Goes to the Mayor. That's right, the ancient <laughs> Tim and Eric show. <laughs> Tom Goes to the Mayor. Now, Tom, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, or it looks, it looks like an animatic, the way that everything moves. Um but it's by somebody who was a former Quantic Dream developer, and uh, it is it has a multiplayer feature where, like, multiple players can weigh in on what they want the characters can, to do and override their decisions, and it sounds neat. He says it's a lot of fun. So uh, check that out if that sounds like a good time to you. What I did play was Live Alive. That's mm. what I want to know about. Yeah, the remake of the Super Nintendo RPG. And I played it, and it's they, they call it an, H, an HD 2D remake. And so it looks like Octopath Traveler yeah, or one of those games where, those. yeah, it's like high res, uh, but, you know, still very blocky looking uh, pixelated textures. Or, or they'll do high res backgrounds with the pixelated characters. Mm-hmm. Is, is mm-hmm. that kind of the style here? Yeah. And the characters do look like SNES sprites. And I thought like, oh, okay, clearly what they did was they used the original sprites and then they beefed up, they made like 3D backgrounds. Uh, and I realized like I, I hadn't really looked at the original Live Alive. So I played it through a couple chapters of the new one. And then I went and looked up the old, the original one. And it's like this the original looks like absolutely dog shit compared to this one. <laughs> mm. Like the original, like these these the sprites in the new one look like um, like Secret of Mana or Illusion of Gaia, one of those games where it's just like you know detailed sixteen bit sprites that you know stand a little bit tall. And uh, the original was just like these squat little sprites uh, mm. that look almost more like an NES game. 
But uh, the, the, the conceit is the same where you have these seven protagonists, each in different time periods. There's like uh, there's a caveman. There's a ninja. There is uh, someone at, like a, a kung fu sifu in Imperial China. There is a cowboy who's basically the man with no name. Uh, there's it, one something in the present day where with a guy who like wants to be the strongest martial artist on the planet, and it's it's structured like a fighting game. And then there is like the near future, which is like Mad Max slash Akira, and then there's the far future, and it takes place on a spaceship. And then I believe at once you play through all these, there's a final chapter that ties them all together. And something that's interesting is that each of these characters has to fight a villain called Odeo. And Odeo is different things in different time periods. In in the caveman days, he's a T-Rex. In the ninja chapter, he's like an Oda Nobunaga type warlord. In the uh, the cowboy chapter, he's the last survivor of Custer's cavalry, who's just become an outlaw and uh, turns into a horse. Spoiler <laughs> at the end. Uh, so it's hmm. it's an it's an interesting game. Every every chapter has a distinct vibe and and gameplay style. Like again, I played the the ninja chapter and the western chapter. Of course you did. Yeah, of course, because why wouldn't you? Those are the two coolest things. And the the ninja chapter has an interesting thing where every time you kill someone, it counts how many lives you've taken. And so there's a special reward, I think, for if you manage to make it through without killing anybody, but that's very mm -hmm. difficult. There is also a reward for getting maximum kills, like if you kill 100 people. Sure. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, there's a bunch of secrets and secret bosses, and it's pretty cool. And then the Western chapter is very short, and it's mostly just narrative. Like, it's it's a storyline with conversations, and then you talk to a few people, and then there's a long cutscene. And then the actual gameplay portion is you've got a limited amount of time to run around town and gather materials for traps because the outlaws are riding in, and they're going to fuck up ah. the townspeople. Okay. Yeah. I played the uh, Eddie Munson chapter where the boss mm -hmm. was actually Ronnie James Odeo. Ah, yes, yes, nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my big, I understood that reference. My big question here is, why do they do this? It's so fucking weird. Right? I don't know. Like a game that at the time was sort of considered a flop because it didn't, it only, it, in Japan, it only sold a couple hundred thousand copies mm -hmm. and, you know, was kind of second fiddle to Final Fantasy VI. Uh, yeah, it. I mean, it was regarded as a cult classic, mm -hmm. right? It was like, oh, yeah, America never got this awesome game. So we yeah. Should. So, so now yeah. we, so we they, got it, and like, it's pretty cool. But it doesn't, like, I, I, with there's full a voiceover. Remake side by side, and, like, even I was confused. This doesn't look anything like the original game. No. No, it, it doesn't. Is, it is just a remake that chooses to do a, a, a portion of a 2D thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's it's but, from it's a from the ground up remake entirely. I I yep. feel like I'm on the cusp of, of, of certain things in the gaming world. I don't remember a ton of people begging for this. No, no, but nobody no. did. I think no. everybody just assumed it was forgotten. Like, oh, here's this oddity, yeah, and, and like I went back and all the videos I found of it were like from 2018. People saying like, oh, this will never come to the U.S. Right. But right, right, and I'm I'm, just, I'm I'm saying this as someone who's very happy. And like when I see the new footage, it looks. So fucking cool! Yeah, it, it looks it, like a more a, a better Octopath Traveler. Yeah, it looks great. It's a lot of fun. What I've played so far, um, 
Yeah, I, I, I really enjoy it. And uh, I heard people saying, like, you know, before I came out, like, yeah, this game is not great. So people people who are excited for it are going to be disappointed. Then it came out and it's like, no, actually, it's just really fucking good. It's getting like right. eights and that's, that's, that's what's super confusing about about this. It's, it, it, it's not like a make good in history. Or, or maybe it is. Maybe that's the point of it. We're Square Enix. Mm. Like, we heard you. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, I just kind of was reading the wiki page about this game because I'm like, I want to know the history. And, like, one of the reasons it was not brought over to the States, and this tells you uh, kind of the market at the time, was it didn't look good enough for an SNES right. game. Like Michael was saying, that the original yes, didn't look great. And it's like, yeah, back then... We judge games a lot on graphics. Oh, absolutely. Like, it, it was called out in reviews. It's sub-Earthbound, <laughs> and Earthbound was a chosen mo- motif. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it doesn't look great. No. But uh, this this is one of those games that I hate to say it. it it's going to give fans of, like, Mother 3 hope. Because it's like, well, if we just ask long and hard yeah. enough, eventually they will give us our game. Like we right? talked about last week, never say never. Like, you know, yeah. games yeah. went for decades without being localized and then bam we got them and like this is such a strange game it's it's yeah. a weird choice and they really like this is a very lavish remake like yeah like you said they they made, remade it from the the ground up but like the sprites look like super nintendo sprites yeah. like these are characters i would have seen in super nintendo just not in this game specifically I, I think that must be, let's call it the Octopath Traveler engine. Mm. That must be kind of like, remember where the, there was that UB art engine they were mm-hmm. doing the Rayman mm-hmm. games yeah, in? They did a few other things. It's where it's like, I think they must just like, ha- like isn't a Triangle Strategy that, that engine as well? Like they've I done mean, several like games it. now in that. That, that, that might that, be that the, similar one motif. of the keys to it. Like what else can we do with this engine? We can answer mm-hmm. a fan request that's been plaguing us forever. Right. I, I'm just baffled yeah, because, by it. Because then the work is mostly, okay, let's get some art, some specific art for these characters and writing mm-hmm. work. And, they, you know, if if yeah, most of the engines They've done. remade something I have never really heard of. And mm-hmm. I read a lot I read a lot about games, especially from this era. We're, we're pretty hardcore game mm-hmm. fans who kind of, we at least like the classics and the cult classics we have heard of, like if even if we didn't play them. But this one I had never heard of, and that's sort of rare yeah. for any video game. Would be like, yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. never. Heard I, of I saw it in like Japanese game magazines in the yeah. 90s. I go to that, sleep that reading a fucking Square Square non NX's wiki page, and I just like this never did anything for me, and I'm just I'm just baffled by its existence and why they would put so much effort into it, but. The engine thing is the only thing that explains it. Like we got to right. do new things. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's low effort. No, 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 no. But like it, it, it makes it viable. Like mm. if, if we have this team, we got to work on this other thing. Like, well, let's not overthink this and remake the thing that most people wanted to see and we would like to, yeah, yeah bring back into the bring back into the consciousness. And this looks fucking cool. Yeah. Looks want yeah it looks looks great and and has voice acting that's the thing and it's pretty good voice acting english voice acting good lord mm-hmm. so that it's a great feature and i love when it's there i don't know maybe you guys are similar to me though like i always skip ahead where i, I will hear the first four words of any line before i just immediately read the subtitles and skip, yeah if i know? can if i can read the subtitles and i've been watching it for a while, playing it for a while like yeah skip 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 yeah i but. played too many too many japanese games to hear again am i really have to be the hero shut up mm-hmm. move forward that's why i'm here <laughs> 
Accept your role. Mm-hmm. Get in the robot, Sean Joe. <laughs> uh, I do like the, the the approach of like, yeah, we have these different characters and, and they each have their own little mini campaign that I'm assuming, you know, all comes together at the end after you play through enough of them yeah, or like something. Good or something. Seinfeld was it, was, episode. Wasn't, uh, there you go. Wasn't Suikoden like that as well, Michael? Or Suikoden just had parties with like Suikoden a bunch of different characters? Suikoden 3 was where it had okay. like the three protagonists and you could kind of choose which one would be the main one. And then I think you would play through. I can't remember if you if you played through the other two. I believe you did, uh, and and then like, you know, then the real game begins. But yeah, this is yeah seven, seven protagonists, and there's no clear connection. Like all of their chapters play differently. They're all set in completely different time periods. The only connection is the bad guy, who is a different character with the same name in each one. So. Yeah. yeah, it's the, a strange uh, ODO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so this this also is counts as another game that uh, includes a depiction of uh, Amakusa Shiro Tokisada, who is he's the villain in the first Samurai Showdown, and it looks almost exactly like that version of him, except it's blonde. And that uh, that version that that depiction of him came from like a, a 1980s movie called I think Samurai Revenge, mm. something mm. like that. And it's based on a real historical figure who's like Japan's answer to Joan of Arc, uh, who was like a Christian convert who amassed an army and uh, tried to you know live under the shogunate. I, I don't know. I think they were rebels against the shogunate. I don't know if they actually tried to overthrow the shogunate, but. Uh, it was a, a failed rebellion that ended in like a, a mass execution so big that the they had to like actually repopulate the area. Oh, yeah, it's uh, and and yeah, ever since ever since then he's been depicted as this like oh I made a pact with demons and now I'm an evil sorcerer. But he's yeah. an evil magus. Mm. Oh shut Keep up! It going. Oh, Keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can we can eventually release an episode ballistic magus mm. versus magus <laughs> <laughs> versus maga. I, maga I feel like people. I feel like magus is a good compromise. Is that it's that's that's what the robot lady right. said. To Fair do. enough. <laughs> Fine. Um, Live alive is really good. Uh, nice. I I was very pleasantly surprised by it. So nice. recommend checking. I it recommend out five if you like HD two D games. Yeah, five yeah five if you're alive. driving the Sea World <laughs> on a on a warm day in the 1980s, it'll really refresh you. <laughs> Isn't that like the fruit punch that, like, there's no real fruit in there Yeah, whatsoever? it like, advertises, like, like, there are five fruits in here, and it's just like, it's also 5% juice. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's five fruit flavorings. So 1% each yeah. fruit That means there's, like, beaver yes, anal glands. Yeah, it's mostly <laughs> sugar yeah, and be- beaver butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real thing, by the way. One of my, uh, my nephew works flavor? for. Well, my ne- my nephew works for a flavoring company, and I, I asked him specifically about the the beaver anal thing, and he goes, "That's not real." But like that, like use of weird shit to reproduce other flavors mm-hmm. is absolutely a thing he can find. Oh, yeah. No, we we do that. We absolutely do that. Yeah, sure. It's a fascinating no. industry. Uh, did anyone play Capcom Arcade Second Stadium? I mean, technically, but but <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, we played the games. <laughs> I, I, I grabbed it because you get the free I was I was like, Oh, what's the free game? And if you if you download just the shell of the game with mm-hmm. the, where you have to buy the other games in there, the free game is Sansan, which is that side scrolling oh, yeah. journey. Oh, to that's, the West that's one of the worst games of all time. 
it's not great. <laughs> it's a, well, it's a good thing it's free. The, the so. best thing about it is the Marvel vs. Capcom yes. 2 character. Other than that, that, mm-hmm. that game fucking sucks <laughs> and is a giant grip. Ugh. I, I'm kind of there just for Saturday Night Slam Masters. Like, I can't believe that Dude, it's coming everything out. everything else in there is it. wonderful and, like, should have been available for sale the last 20 years. Um, mm-hmm. Man, fuck me. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, they, they, got, they got good games. I mean, this... We talk, I think we talked about it, maybe it was last week. Uh, I don't know what made it onto the show or not, but uh, we, we were talking about, like, you know, Capcom has tried this before with, like, previous arcade collections. The way they do this arcade stadium, it's not great that they have two of them now versus just putting all of these as part of the, the first one. Mm-hmm. But whatever, like, if I have to download two apps, fine. I mean, did uh, they update anything about the original that they would need a, a new executable <laughs> not from I what i can tell they looking at not. this thing like the offerings are the same yeah fair enough but it's uh i mean the fact that you can basically grab classic capcom arcade games for four dollars a piece and then when they're on sale i've seen them for two i think mm-hmm. we talked about it on the show like that's that's great there's a there's it's free by the way you can go right now and grab a, a code that is invincibility in any of these games so if you have always wanted to finish one of these arcade games go grab that and just make yourself indestructible and play all the way through 1943 or oh, whatever yeah. you want to play so, I, I just as someone yeah. who likes old arcade games and you know has built his own arcade cabinet uh, the first game just like man these games are dog shit with name recognition and this game this package is like these games are fucking great and never got their due. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for for me, like I'm not going to cough up forty bucks for the that fighting collection that just came it. out. But mm-hmm. like, I'll buy the Darkstalkers game in here for four bucks. Like, why not? You know, like there's a fucking Mega Man fighting games are in this thing, right? Like there there's some oddities that are curiosities. Night yeah. Warriors, which is an amazing game, mm-hmm. didn't that just come out in yeah in the the fighting? That, that's in that fight. Yeah, that's yeah. in that fighting but game. Last game. Duel, Gem Fighter, Saturday Night oh, Slam Masters. Hey, and you know what? Shout out to the Speed Rumbler. Knights of the Round, a game that Knights again, of the like, Round. Oh, that would that Knights of the Round would be my only reason to buy the. Well, okay, so Final Fight is the other reason, but to buy the Beat 'em Up Collection is Knights of the Round, and I'm like, okay, I can get it here for four bucks. I'm going to do that. Hmm, so Knights of the Round. I remember like that was happening like post Street Fighter. I want to play a Beat 'em Up Final Fight style game, and I can't justify the price of this considering how much games cost now. Ugh. I have a very 90s memory. I remember seeing Knights of the Round in an arcade after going to see a showing of Encino Man in the local theater Superplexorama. I want to play as Percival. He's, uh, his mom gave him that bowl cut. <laughs> it looks horrible. This is, but in IMO, as uh, someone who used to consider himself a giant Capcom fan before he worked for them, uh, this is the better collection by a long shot. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're both worth picking up because they're both free for the shell, and then you just buy whatever games you want in there. So, I mean, it's just like you, you should have had access to Ghost and Goblins and Final Fight before. That's the big thing from the first pack. This is all the shit that like has never seen release anywhere uh, hmm. officially in, in in any way, and it's just glorious. Nice. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it is pretty cool. Also out this week, Digimon Survive came out today. I don't think any of us have played it yet. Uh, I, I think I can easily say greatest game of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's one I, I've been seeing it all over Twitter today because, like, they Bandai Namco put out a thing saying, like, don't spoil it for people. Don't talk about <laughs> the story. 
Did, did sure you like Metal Gear Survive? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's actually nothing like that. From I, I've only seen a trailer, really, but uh, yeah, it's like a visual novel. It looks a little bit like Danganronpa, where there's like some exploration, but there's a lot of dialogue, dialogue choices. Uh, you meet a bunch of monsters, and depending on how you talk to them, they might join your party, and then it's like a tactical RPG on top of that. So nice. uh, if you're into Digimon, which I am very not... Uh, check it out, why don't you? Okay. It's probably Wait, there cool. Was, there was something else I had in my personal notes that I wanted to say about uh, Capcom Arcade Cabinet. Okay. Please? Or not Arcade Cabinet. Uh, arcade Stadium. Stadium. Arcade Stadium uh, second. Right. Second. Um, I love these games. They have never seen proper release uh, outside of like mostly bonus features and other shit. Uh, if you played the MVC, the Versus series in general... You might be familiar with some of these characters, but characters, but not their backgrounds. I've never seen this many Capcom arcade games available officially in my lifetime, and you may also know I'm a, a arcade one-up fan, and I'm not dis- divulging information. But a guy I worked with at Capcom is a big muckety muck at arcade one-up. It's why you've seen so many arcade releases from Marvel vs. Capcom to the Street Fighter cabinets, the Final Fight cabinet, uh, hmm. Strider, 1942. Like, they've all... It, it, the cup runneth over because, uh, yeah, my boy uh, John knows those channels and what I really hope for at the end of whatever Capcom Arcade Stadium is is a... Why would you... Would you not... You guys... Limited space. Mm-hmm. Would you not... If, if Capcom Arcade Stadium is a, let's say, a three to five series game, would you not buy an arcade cabinet with all that shit in there? Probably not. I mean, but you see the appeal at least. Yeah, yeah, I do. That would be fucking amazing, and I hope mm. it happens. Because, like, I, I'm not saying that... Uh, I'm just saying that like uh, it's unprecedented because the attention has not been paid to their arcade catalog hmm. until now. So I, I and, and simultaneously you have a company releasing arcade like mini arcade three hundred dollar cabinets. Oh, I would love to have all this shit in an in a official cabinet. It, and, and when you get an official cabinet, you have you usually have multiplayer in online leaderboards. Uh, that would, how is that not appealing? Love to see that. Just say. Sure. Nice. All right. And, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is this this week's big release. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, it's... let's ignore it like we did all the other. <laughs> yeah. And I, I played a shitload of Xeno, uh, Blades, Xeno, Xenoblades 1 mm-hmm. on, yeah. uh, the, the new 3DS version. And right, I, I think yeah. that was the only way you could play it. Mm-hmm. I think it's out on Switch, finally. It was that, fucking... But, but like, the DS became my, like, default traditional JRPG unit. And, like, this is the apex of whatever that genre was. And, like, it's not terribly viable anymore. There's not a lot of mm. people screaming to make games like this. Uh but that game was fucking excellent. Like, beyond mm-hmm. excellent. Very, very good. 
However, I cannot get interested in the fucking console versions. Fair enough. I like I something about like uh do you love doing the same thing for a hundred hours? And I know I'm, I'm a fucking gamer, so mm. like I should just say so like, the yes, answer is yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> uh but yeah, I don't I don't know. There's something about the series that this like it's too old school for me. Hmm. Mm. Too old yeah, school. Yeah, I, I, I just feel like when you say the third one in this series, like I love JRPGs, don't get me wrong. Mm. But like I yeah, okay, technically the fourth I it's a thing where like I only have so much time yep. and if I haven't played the previous games in the series, I'm not yeah. gonna start with this entry and it's like yeah, I mean, if you're a fan of the series and you've been playing them, great. I'm glad you you got that game. But it's like, yeah, it's just too, it feels, and I feel this way a lot about a lot of JRPG series. It's like it feels too late for me to really hop in. Like, well, yeah, I mean, you might play it because the they aren't really directly connected in any way. Like from what I've read, like there there are references to the first two games, but you don't. Did they add a patch that returned vagina bones. That was a that was a Tokyo um, Mirage oh session. I thought it was this game. Yeah, no, no. Still this, a funny comment. This was the, the game. Yeah, yes, it was. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Two was the one I remember where you're playing as like a like a, a boy wearing like shorts with like baggy chaps over them. So it was just a, a weird outfit, and then he had like a diving helmet hanging from his back. Um, and and it was not open world. I think this one might be a return to the open world design, which is a okay by me. Uh, but yeah, it's um so the it's it's a it's a new story. You don't have to know what happened in Xenoblade Chronicles one or two to play it. So you know it, you're... it's so strange and, and like a, that that that's why I'm I'm screaming from the mountaintop about Capcom arcade games because uh, the versus games would come out and kind of put put a spotlight on these characters who have had no love for years and mm-hmm. and and people know who the, the fire or sorry what's Xenoblades they know Shulk he yeah. has a fucking he has like multiple a- amiibos mm-hmm. um people want to know about this series through the fighting game they've continued to play for hundreds of hours and uh, it, it seems odd to make a game. Were you saying without those characters, or just a yeah? No, there's, story? those characters are not in it. Yeah, that seems. A Same strange. thing happens with Fire Emblem, by the way. Like, yeah. the, the, the characters don't really carry over. From it's the true. Game, and mm-hmm. so. Even though Fire Emblem has like seventeen <laughs> represented characters in Smash. Hmm. Yes, they do. Yep, yep. <laughs> they do. The, the, <laughs> I don't think there's been one with Marth for a long time. It, uh, it really like maybe that guy like, made actually. I'm a Nintendo fanboy at my heart, and every time that one of those announcements happens in Smash, I'm like, am I living in an alternate universe? Who the fuck is this guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who is this Fire Emblem character that I'm supposed to think is important? Very that's, big with Japanese games. That's games. more important than Crash Bandicoot being mm-hmm. here. Yeah. <laughs> they still haven't forgiven him for the Plumber Boy commercial. Hey there, Plumber Boy. Yeah. I, I did, like, my buddy texted me this week and like, I, I like in between Elden Ring, me cooling off in Elden Ring. I gotta say, Crash Four is pretty good. I'm late to the mm-hmm. party. I'm like, hey man, we're all late to the party. I never played that game at all until it came to PS Plus. It is yeah. a PS Plus yeah. game this mm-hmm. month, and none of my friends talked to me about it at all until it came there. And now we're all talking about it. Like, you know, not like, oh, this is the greatest game ever, but like, oh, this is pretty fucking fun. Yeah, it really fun. is. 
I, I didn't check it out for a fucking year until it came to me for free. <laughs> well, congratulations. I'm glad you're enjoying it. But um, we should move along, too. Guys know Annapurna Interactive. Never heard maker, of it. What is it? Maker of famous Annapurna indie Annapurna? games, like or, or publisher of famous indie games, like Outer Wilds. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a, a showcase a little little late. They, they said, "Hey, you know, forget E3 timing. We're going to do our own thing." Um, I'm not going to talk about everything they announced. I'm going to talk about the stuff that excited me at the showcase. Uh, how about would you guys like a new project from the creators of Kentucky Route Zero? Would yes. I? Well, you're getting it. I'm asking. They are, Would I? They're, they're working on a new thing, and they're saying it's going to be uh, faster and hopefully funnier than Kentucky Route Zero. So oh, look okay. forward to that. Uh, let's see here. Outer Wilds is getting an update. 60 frames per second. You know, I bought that DLC, and I have yet to go back and play it. I'm like, well, maybe I should wait, because that is coming to Xbox Series X and PS5 on September 15th. Hmm. See that baby in 60 frames? Why not? That sounds like uh, That's one of the weirdest... Um, that is one of the best experiences I've had with Game Pass, like a game I don't know much yeah. about. Yeah. And it left Game Pass, and it's on PS Plus <laughs> Extra. Is it? Is it? Yeah. yeah. They, they brought it back to Game Pass. Did like, they really? Eventually. Yeah, So yeah, it's on yeah. both. Or maybe maybe it was on sale and I bought it. I thought – I could have sworn they brought it back to Game Pass. Anyway. Um, hey, speaking of things coming to Game Pass, uh, the Pathless, Maquette, and this one I'm excited about, Solar Ash. Wasn't Solar Ash sort of the um, – that yes. was the, the, the roller skating that game. That was the everyone? one we should have included in yes, the roller yeah. skate episode. So that's um, coming That's coming to Game Pass on December like, 6th. Yeah, High Speed Shadow of the Colossus on roller skates. Yeah, yeah. So that that is, <laughs> that is I, I'm finally going to get to play that part of Game Pass, December 6th. I'm looking forward to it. I am hype. Uh, let's see here. Hohokam. You guys remember that PlayStation exclusive Hohokam? Okay, well, uh, yeah. That was a it's, fun one. It's, it is out now on PC. Via Steam, so nice. no no longer PS exclusive. I remember that because the name of your character. Do you remember what it was? You were the Long Mover, oh. which comes from the Mighty Boosh. It's <laughs> what what the zookeeper calls a snake. It's like the Windy Man, the Long Mover. Ah, played by I Rich Fulcher. Uh, I see whose voice you probably recognize, even if you don't recognize his name. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. How about something new from the creator of Katamari Damacy oh. and Watam? Uh, Keita Takahashi mm-hmm. has a new studio he announced called Uvula, like the little thing in the back of your throat, the of little dangly cartoon thing. Um, but yeah, he's, he's working on a new game. The so, guy who uh, hates working on new games. He, but every time he makes one, it's weird yes. and he's nothing else no, like he's it. He's the Noby Noby Boy creator to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I, I did true. enjoy his, I forget what it's called, but his game for Playdate where yeah, I heard you are great. using the crank to make a guy who's late for his date travel through time. Right, <laughs> right. So that he can he can jump over hurdles and, and walking blobs of I poop. seriously heard that is great. That yeah, It is. It's a lot of fun. Nice. So yeah, a lot, lot of stuff announced there. Check check out the full, you know, the stories on that. The IGN's got a good summary up if you uh, if you want to hear more about what else they announced. I'm more excited about this announcement. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has another wave of booster courses. And these these are, these aren't newly announced courses. courses. They're part of that that block that you paid for initially, or you get with Switch Online. 
Right, but they they only announced the actual tracks when they're about to okay, come out. So right. like people didn't know what these tracks. So this is Wave Two coming August fourth. Um, one of the tracks called Sky High Sunday. It's an entirely new track, never been in a Mario Kart before. I wonder if it was like scrapped from a previous game or something like that. It's a it's an ice cream theme track, as you would imagine. So uh, <laughs> that's included there. Let's see what else we got. Uh, you guys might recognize some of these track names. Uh, Calamari Desert from the Nintendo 64 version. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario Circuit 3 from SNES. Mushroom Gorge from the Wii version. Sydney Sprint from uh, Tour. Waluigi Pinball from the DS. Snowland from Game Boy Advance. And New York Minute from Tour. I only hate this because when, when, when did the first wave come out? Like, uh, two or three, uh, maybe more than that. What, three or four months ago, maybe? No, maybe more. I think it was like the, was I, it like six months ago. Yeah, I think it was a long time ago, and like they know. were promising like how many tracks? Like sixty four. Uh, I think there's three or four drops total in all this. So I, people I wanting a new it. Mario Kart, you have to wait until the end of this mm. to get one, and then and then wonder what should Mario Kart be. I'm sorry, I was way off. There's four more waves set That's to release between now and the mm. end of 2023. 2023. So like you won't. There will not be a new Mario Kart announced. This this will be the 10-year Mario Kart, I would They don't predict. need it, and here's why. After all these come out, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which I still hate that it, they have to call it 8 Deluxe, but whatever, will contain half the tracks ever created for the wow. entire series will be in this one <laughs> wow. game. Wow. I'm only bummed out because, like, you know, every Mario Kart has some kind of innovation. I don't know what they can add now. They have multiplayer, couch co-op previous tracks anti-gravity like what do you add to mario kart to make it interesting i don't have that idea so i don't crave another one but i know like a you not occasionally see like people like where's mario kart 9 in your social feeds and no sure, rumor but probably the same people asking for skate for I, I, I ignore those people i immediately <laughs> block them and filter them out of my and I, I look forward to getting these when they're all available in one shot yeah, and, uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean that makes that's a pretty epic party game at that point. Like, have some friends yeah. over. Let's have access to half the tracks ever made for yeah. Mario Kart. Sure. Again, I, I made the argument in the best games ever made. Mario Kart Eight. It deserves it. Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Maybe you could play that after a, a rousing round of multiverses, where Chris, you're going to play as your favorite character ever made, LeBron James. This <laughs> <laughs> LeBron's coming to multiverses alongside. Uh, Chris, you're going to have to say the name of these next guys. You're going to have to say it in your voice. Uh, he's a scientist, uh, likes to save the world, multi-dimension. You, you don't have to do, do this, Matt. Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, Chris. Oh, jeez, Rick oh, and Morty geez, are coming Rick, to multiverses. Are you another NFT cartoon? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I did play that this week in its free-to-play form, yep. which is really annoying. Hmm. Well, because of the character unlocks? Like, uh, like, I remember hearing you talk about it, but, like, everything about it feels slow, including the gameplay, and especially the progression. Yeah. Slow, well, slow, that, that's, slow. That's the thing, is I got that code, and so I don't really feel the progression, because I can just buy my way through all the characters and stuff, but... It, uh, it was just, it, like, like I didn't use a lot of that shit in Smash, and I, I played a lot of single-player and online multiplayer. Yeah. Uh, but but like going through all the the I don't know what was that fucking single player thing called sprite something. Uh, I oh, don't remember. From it was the like most an over, overworld map. 
Yeah. Uh, man, it is agonizing. And, 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 and everything else feels slow because everything feels like a charge move. I can never get anything executed immediately. And, and it's like, well, we, we want to foster team play with, with, with support play. Yeah, and this is a support character. And like, yeah. I don't know how you think you're going to be able to do this. You got to have friends playing together, right? You're not going to team up but with a random stranger. It. And... It's a mode. Add that as a mode, not your like primary reason for existence. Right. And, and, and I, 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 yeah, I, I was pretty turned off by the experience in, 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 in terms of like the the graphics and the overlays and the music, I thought it was wonderful. Loved it. Did you feel the way I did, which is like it still feels pretty empty, and yes. you're just waiting for yeah. there to be more content yeah. in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 like a kind of a significant bummer. Like, really, you have to, like you are expecting the world to get hooked on this, giving what you're offering. And I didn't know they, they swap the free characters every week or so. They're on a rotation. Yeah. yeah. So you can, you can try them out. You got to, I, isn't uh, league of legends like that where it's like, well, if you want to always play as them, you have to buy that. As character. the league, yeah. league of legend legends expert, I'm going to say, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. That I just want to make a quick aside. Since you mentioned the NFT cartoon, if I had asked you, Five years ago, like, okay, creators of Rick and Morty, Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland, which one do you think is going to make the wonderfully textured cartoon with surprisingly deep lore and a lot of heart? And which one is going to make the cartoon pushing NFTs? I would have... Well, one, you're forgetting that one Adult Swim cartoon Justin Roiland made that was fucking terrible. Which one? I, it was like an a action squad. I forget what it was, but like uh, he was an executive producer on. It. He's the voice of the dog. Uh, not good. Very not. Okay, good. I don't. I don't think I'm familiar with but that. But Solar okay. Opposites is yeah. fucking excellent. But that yes. guy also makes lower decks without Justin Roiland, so we might mm. be able to see where the, the magic is there. Mm -hmm. uh, because Justin I mean, Roiland, who I've met, show. reminds me of me. Someone like. Uh, I'm ADD, so I have ideas every fucking three seconds. Mm -hmm. And if if someone can focus them and tell me which ones are bad, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Um. And and, and yeah, but Harm Harmon announced a new show today. Really? Effects. Yeah. Daughter of the Devil. Something. Oh, it's it's not like related no, to no. Lucy, Daughter of the Devil. No, is no, it? no. But but like she's the Antichrist. Blah blah blah. Of like a. I think I might Jesus. have seen a promo for that one, actually. Yeah, I think one of our buddies is working on one of these shows. Yeah. I don't know which one because the they announced the season premiere date of Rick and Morty today, and Dan Harmon announced another show. So huh. new Rick and Morty in Sept early September. And did he already get sick of Crapopolis? Uh, Crapopolis looks like That's it's the NFT next one. year, but you can buy okay. crap chickens. Right, just That's what I always his only wanted. thorn in the eye of the people who are yeah. paying him. Like, I'm going to call them crap if we're going to sell them. The, the <laughs> weird thing is, like, the characters on that show already look like they came out of an NFT set, and then the chickens <laughs> are like, "This is the NFT, and it's a chicken dressed like that character." Mm, and it's like what thirty thousand of them, and Matt's not going to be able to resist because Matt. Barry is is uh, that's a terrible Matt Barry impression. Matt. Matt? <laughs> uh, Matt Barry is a voice in the show. What are you going to do? What indeed? What are you going to do? Not by the NFTs. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what's our Matt Barry quote? Uh, 
fuck that sky high is what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> fuck that sky high. <laughs> so good. So good, man. Uh, just like Yakuza Like a Dragon is really good, which is why you should play it when it comes to PlayStation Plus in August. It is one of the PlayStation Plus games. This is the essential level. You don't need this up- upgraded tier business. That's the crazy shit about this Game Pass PS Plus that I was trying to hint at earlier in the show, I think, mm-hmm. or maybe that was another show I did today. <laughs> but, like, uh, uh, when you force people to pay for things to become a fan, people have to kind of be a fan to buy into this. Yakuza, I think, mm-hmm. Sega was, con- like, right to be concerned. People would be standoffish. Like, is this for everybody? I don't know. Putting it on Game Pass is the equivalent... Uh, Game Pass and PS Plus is the equivalent of putting it on HBO in the 90s. Like, hmm. you don't have anything to do right now? Play this fucking game. Play one yeah. of these games, and you'll get into all of them and become a massive fan. Like a Dragon and Zero are fantastic. But they've, they've been on these services before, right? Like yeah. The Yakuza games are on Game Every Pass. Every Yakuza so, yeah. game that has been released stateside, I think, is on Game Pass. And now they're going to PS Plus... And, like, they're not only accessible, they're unignorable. Your friends have already told you to play them, and if it's no money down... Like a Dragon is the best Dragon Quest game ever made. Nah. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah. And it's it's just a solid JRPG. It's a turn-based JRPG. It's funny. It's got heart. It's got complex battle systems. It's got dungeon crawls if you need them. Mm-hmm. It's all, another good game coming, though, too. So that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remake... Mm-hmm. Also coming to yeah. PlayStation Plus, and then Little Nightmares also coming. With like these are all really highly rated games coming mm-hmm. to PS Plus. I'm just uh, I'm, I'm mostly excited about like whatever the Game Pass subscription model is called. It's like movies realized that a long time ago too. Like uh, maybe we'll bomb in movie theaters, but we'll make our money back on home video and cable. And mm-hmm. now games have that, and like. They don't fail in the first two weeks. And Yakuza has is, is, is sort of struggled to find an American fan base. And I don't think it will ever again. And by the time we get a new Yakuza game, it might be fucking huge, like like Forza 5. Because everybody was, like, people with subscription passes were able to discover all these games for free. I think that's already been the case. I think that's I, already I happened. Where after Zero, like Michael was saying, Zero is, is so good... Zero brought in so many new right, right, fans right, right. of that of that franchise. Six was also very good, and and but six again, it's it's kind of that problem. Is like, uh, do I need to play the other five? You know, but like six was was an but amazing. But it, it, it still doesn't compare to not having to pay for the game and the developers being compensated somehow for making it. Hmm. That's amazing. It's, it's exciting. It's so it's exciting. exciting. It's so exciting. Like like yeah. we won't have to champion things like Okami and Yakuza anymore because like. There's ways for them to make money. Yeah. Or Solar Ash, I brought up earlier. Yeah, like, yeah. I've been wanting to play Solar Ash, and I just kind of knew. I'm like, I bet that'll come to Game Pass. Yeah. Sure enough. <laughs> yeah, there and you it's, go. It's a lot of fun. You yeah. Play it. Yeah. Just, so is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Uh, play that remake. God, it's, it's such like the it's such a great pure. Uh, yeah. Like, such a video game-ass video game, and I fucking love. Oh, I love Tony Hawk so much, man. Like, mm. oh, it's, it's frustrating. And, and I also think I, I, I'm ready to say I love Tony Hawk as an individual. Mm-hmm. Of course, I've been ready. I've been saying that since the '80s. He's, he's the coolest. Who man. doesn't have any like Me Too drama? Just like nice kids. Apparently, yeah, doesn't have baggage. Like, and, and I, I've always said he's the, he's the not, he might be the most famous person I've ever met, other than Hulk Hogan. And what? 
No, no, no. Sorry. He's maybe the most famous person I've ever met other than Hulk Hogan. Hulk okay. Hogan choked me. That's true. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pretended to. Tony Hawk is like, yeah, I'll do whatever you want. Ask me anything. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about anything. And he, he always is like that. He's he's one of the nicest billionaires in the fucking world. He's, he's right. awesome. I don't think he's a billionaire. <laughs> hey, you know who, who might have been a billionaire uh-huh. but maybe no more Tommy Tallarico oh yep. boy <laughs> he sunk it all into Miko he was making that sweet oof money yeah. from Roblox you guys I, we've talked about this on the show we before did. so there was a famous sound in Roblox is the, the oof yeah. sound it sounds like oof. this oof. that's it Right, and that, I think that's a kid being murdered in the game Messiah yeah it was it was from the game Messiah it was in Roblox Tommy Tallarico heard it I think sued them and they had a settlement and an agreement like, okay, we can continue to use this. We're going to pay you like a yeah. dollar every time a creator wants to use it. They, they have, Tommy Tallarico gets money. I, I think this, they, right? they, they, they paid him to use it. And if you wanted to use it in your fan creations, you would have to pay a dollar. Right. Hmm. And that's how, that's how they're paying Tommy Tallarico. Yeah. So that deal is apparently over because they are removing the sound. They had to, de- Roblox had to make a post about this. Like, we are removing yeah. the official oof sound and replacing it. So. I was surprised by, like, how all the responses to that were, like, just fucking livid. Like, I'm yeah. going to keep using it anyway. You can't stop me. Like, I mean, right. like, uh, it's the end of an era. Roblox is over. Like, it's what? a fucking three second sound. It's one of the reasons young people shouldn't listen to our show because we don't talk about Roblox because, mm-hmm. like,. <laughs> I think three of my How friends' How will you kids, know what to spend your Robux on? Well, it's the, it's the only thing they play. And they experience movies and stories and, like, they they encounter everything in pop culture through Roblox because you can. I don't talk about it on the show, but because, you know, I have kids, I've played a lot of hmm. Roblox yeah. in the past couple years. And that, that game gets played a lot I've in watched my house. a lot of Roblox through my friends' kids. Like, watch it. Like, uh, do you know what Apocalypse Now is? I'm like, yes. And then there's like a Roblox thing that introduced him to that, and he's fucking curious about it. It's oh weird. God. I had my kids let me into a VIP room oh, no. in in a game inside Roblox called Adopt Me because they have the you know like the monthly VIP whatever. I no, I don't and, and know that currency. Matt. So I I get it, and kids love it, and uh, yeah, that oof sound. It's it'd be like if you um. It'd be like if someone took something out of Neopets, I know right? it through TikToks it's, it's, and shit. Like, it's used when, like, somebody falls down in a fail video all the time. But, so, like, what's weird is that there have been these, like, fad games, right? There was Club Penguin. Mm-hmm. There was Neopets. And then there's, like, Roblox and Minecraft has had staying power through a few generations of these now. Oh, like, yeah. Minecraft, my kids still play and love Minecraft. And Minecraft is kind of, they, it's a live service game. They update that shit mm-hmm. all the time, right? And... I think that's part of the appeal for kids too is like it yes it's one game client there's like constantly new games being added to yes. Roblox and so they like it handles the trends cuz it's a platform it's like okay well this game is trending like that like among us right mm-hmm. there was a Roblox clone within a yeah. few weeks called like amongst us that it was like oh that's just that well, game one of my so my so friend's cool. kids it, like uh got interested in horror movies cuz they'd be remade in Roblox Mm-hmm. And and he would go and play those with his friends, like l- play a multiplayer version of our favorite horror movies, and like want to see the. Let me see what Dream Warriors all. It was fucking awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To talk to him about this, and uh, yeah. and now one of its major voices. I'm guessing they couldn't reach an agreement with Tommy Tallarico, which is the. 
best time for him to reach an agreement. Uh, right? This is, yeah. I'm like, wait, th- what? what's going to fund the, uh, <laughs> the fucking... The, well, I, I saw a lot of speculation, uh, like, he must be going back to them and squeezing them for more money. As I'm not sure how that works, because, like, once you agree to a settlement, you can't really go back and try to... Re- renegotiate the deal unless it's a time I mean, there, limited there, thing. There, there could have been an end to a contract and I think some of it was um, again I don't know they can pay for licensing fees for their game but whatever other people make mm-hmm. uh, I think you can't buy it anymore in the games that you make. It may still exist in the game in the Roblox base game. Mm, you mean games that have already made that have used that sound and paid for yes, the license? Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, because yeah, because before like it was an, a dollar additional charge, and that they haven't really done that with. So, I don't want to bore people with this, but like, uh, but I think some licensing lapse, and I don't want to shit on Tommy Tallarico because he is a nice, he's the nicest huckster I've ever met in my life, <laughs> and he's only when I say huckster, he's only selling like I like game music. I would like you to go to video games live. And now he loves in television and wants people to like believe in Intel. Is that what it is in television? Television Amico. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's a bad idea and it sucks and nobody wants it. And mm-hmm. like, uh, I, like I, I, I'm too young to like be nostalgic for this, but I think he's a believer. The, the problem with Amico was they took money up front for a thing that may not come out now to their, to be fair to them, they are, giving refunds you know they're yes. slowly processing those if, if you want one but, but uh, i've i've met that guy in person and done several podcasts with him i'm sure his his re he has enough money yeah. he doesn't need more money he just likes in television mm-hmm. yeah i never i never thought the intellivision thing was like him trying to rip anyone off i, I never right. thought of like it as he's a not scam, trying but... to like capitalize on the television like no, no he no. loves that shit and he'll He's banned from the Atari Age forums for arguing right. about it. Because it's why I thought uh, – it's why I felt bad. I'm like, oh, no, he is clearly passionate about this and, and wants this to happen, to mm-hmm. share this passion with other people. It's just like the realities of, of you know business have just yes. – it, it probably and isn't like, going to happen. He, he should just yeah. say, like, it's not my fault. Like, it's not. Like, COVID fucked up production of all game COVID consoles. chip chip shortage. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe the that that offering of what that product was. I don't know that they had enough demand to really support. And they also had like a stupid coda, like no updates ever. Everything has <laughs> multiplayer. Really, no updates ever for an. In- <laughs> I thought that was the Coleco Chameleons deal or whatever. That, no, no, that I was the Amico. The Amico's oh, okay. like we're not going to patch games. Yeah. No so, patches. Everything's done at once and like. If four of these complaints are complaints no one has. Hey, speaking of patches, so I've I've been going back and forth like with my stories. Like some of these, hey, you guys are we're giving some like the oof sound we're taking away. Here's another oh. giving story, and then I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna end on a taking away story. I'm sorry. Uh, the giving story: your Xbox Series X or S slash S bar S, mm-hmm. whatever you want to say, will soon boot up faster. Uh, so Microsoft really has implemented a change in the software. Like it's a significant speed improvement where it's like the boot time of nine seconds is down to four seconds but here's the beauty it's out of that power saving mode and we were kind of chatting or, i'm sorry the energy saver mode we were kind of chatting off mic that energy saver mode i enabled it a few months ago because i'm like yeah you know what i don't i don't want to pay for all this extra energy my xbox uses for being in the instant on mode it uses like 20 times less power than the instant on mode wow and it but here's here's what's great 
it still starts up very quickly. And again, so it's 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 down seconds, but like, like four seconds. The, all the all the quick resume stuff for your games still works. It doesn't it doesn't make any of that stuff not work. I'm like, why wouldn't you do energy saver mode other than shaving a few seconds off the startup time? Like, fucking grow up. Like, come on, help help save the planet, please. Like, let's yeah. let's let's reduce. You, you know what usage. is uses even less energy. Going and unplugging your Xbox. Well, actually, oh with my with my PlayStation Five, because mm. I don't update games that often and stuff, I actually do hard like complete shutdowns on that mm. one when I'm not playing it. Really? I don't just keep that one. You, you are the you are the blade of vampiric power. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember for a long time. That's great. I, That's a great joke. I like that. <laughs> it's, it took Matt a while to appreciate. It is a nerdy fucking ass mm. joke. I love that. Uh, yeah, when, when I first got my PS5, I would shut it down completely all the time because it had a thing where it would crash extravagantly and I'd lose all <laughs> right. my data if right. I left it in rest mode for very long. Right. Yeah. So, uh, man. So yeah, this is, this is free update, obviously, but, um, hey, make things start faster. Make them use less power. Let's do it. But again, you showing me that and like, I can't justify a uh, purchase of a new Xbox. Especially not to shave off nine seconds, mm-hmm. right. but like the Xbox Series uh, X, they're shaving off load times. My Xbox One X is, dude. The load times are loading up that machine are, are getting Ooh. worse and worse every yeah. day. That OS every was day. rough on the last days of my Xbox One. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, shit is taking forever. Ever just to, to and it's, it's on my screen. media machine. It's my Netflix, my right. Paramount Plus. How do I watch? Oh, the other thing, by the way, in that energy saver mode, it downloads updates for games. So it doesn't even like there's there's literally no reason not to enable that mode because it, it used to be it couldn't download your game updates. You had to like have it in that instant on mode. It's mm-hmm. like the only reason you would keep it in instant on is if you're an asshole. There, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, once I got uh, fiber with unlimited bandwidth. Instant updates while the console's asleep became a must. Oh, I love it. Love it. It's great. It's great. It's great. Um, so, again, I'm, I'm, I'm ending on a story where something is being sort of taken away from you. This is so weird because you never hear this happening. The meta quest to – it's, mm. it's the Oculus quest. But the, the, the meta quest to is getting a $100 price increase? It's, Have they said why? I'll, t- I'll 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 tell you why. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they're I, taking a huge hit right now. I think they were always taking a huge hit, and yeah. uh, inflation, blah blah blah. We all they, know they how are that citing works. inflation, semiconductor shortage. They're saying the costs to make this thing have been on the rise. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, the costs have been on the rise, and I think have been increasing on the rise. And like, there's hasn't been a game console in several years to hit the blank. 50 mark. Nobody's hmm. done that. It's always hmm. been in numerals of 100. Yep. And and 400 is not an, ex- an unacceptable amount for a new hype console. Here's my reasoning behind it. So they're saying inflation, but if that was the case, wouldn't other consoles and systems also theoretically raise their price yet no one else they is will. doing it. Who knows? Well, here's the thing. I think that it's an indicator indication of two things. The price elasticity with this particular headset it maybe isn't there where it's like, if you're going to buy VR, maybe the audience is small enough where it's like, if you're going to buy it, yeah. you're kind of going to pay whatever they're going to charge you for hmm. it, right? It's, it's, I would say 
VR is still kind of technically niche enough of a market. Where it's and like, yeah, they can get away with that. I believe they uh, either loosened or got rid of the the the. You need to have a Facebook account to log into. They, yeah, yeah, but we, you we will need a meta one. account instead. Yeah, it was it was a fake story. Yeah. Was, uh, you still need a meta account. But still, like, if you worked at a company on that level, it's just like, uh, let's eat the hit because we will have... A, a, right. A, a let's, we're going to own install. the data, right? We're going to yeah, own the Yeah, we'll have an instant data. install on, 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 like, all every system we ever sell because they'll be Facebook members. Uh, that's not the same as being a meta member. Here's my other theory for what's happening here is so yeah I think partially it's it's just like people are willing to pay what they must for VR cuz there's not that many people playing playing it it's also probably indicative of just the chip shortage of like well mm-hmm. it's law and supply and demand right and in this mm-hmm. case supply is being artificially restricted and we know what can happen in those cases is like yeah de- prices go up right demand might not be going up but if demand is the same for this unit and your supply is down, okay, well then you might, you know, have to charge people more. It's just so weird for a product that's already on the yeah, market. Totally. Most of the time, most people would have hidden behind some sort of hardware revision, like, hey, we uh, we put higher resolution uh, goggles in this fucker, so that's why it's a hundred dollars more. But to be fair, like, like uh, th- this product has to be supported, and it's not a VCR, it's not a Sega Genesis. Um, everyone yeah. realizes that. And, and and uh when when does the cutoff when is the cutoff is it before or after we record August 1st yeah new yeah. pricing August 1st but so if you, within if you minutes buy one of this show, and December, show releasing you'll uh, get a free you're going to get a free copy of Beat Saber actually that's that's amazing pretty good cuz Beat Saber's never on sale uh mm. but, but but like you you get $30 uh offer referral fee um mm. so you okay. could technically save $70 right now if you work with your friends if you wanted to buy an Oculus, do it in the next three minutes <laughs> uh, and do it through a friend's referral fee through an, uh, someone's already a member of Oculus. I really never want to say meta. I don't want to do it. No, that's why I keep saying Oculus. Yeah. Uh, by the way, related story. I, look, I'm not a fan of monopolies, and I, I do think governments do need to step in occasionally and regulate stuff. But I got to say, the FTC fucking got one wrong this week. They, they ruled against meta saying Meta couldn't acquire... There's that app maker that makes a fitness app. It's a VR fitness app. Supernatural. Yeah. So they they ruled that that Meta couldn't buy them because they said, oh, we would give Meta a monopoly, and Meta already owns Beat Saber, another exercise app. You can't have two Beat Sabers. Yeah, but they don't own Beat Saber, do they? No, Meta owns Beat Saber. They 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 bought the company. but, But Beat Saber is... Trust me, It yes, there's a lot of physical activity involved. It's a game. At its mm-hmm. core, Beat Saber is is Guitar Hero, right? Versus like Supernatural is like that is a dedicated fitness app. It's different. It's yes, a different we're thing, talking right? Peloton versus Paperboy. Mm-hmm. But it's but it's like even then, that's not the definition of a monopoly. Just because mm-hmm. you you own one app type on your store, or whatever. There's still plenty of other VR options out yeah. there there's other app top it, of all the things for the FTC to rule on when they allow some other things it's like what a complete lack of understanding of this industry like yeah. maybe if you don't know about a thing hire some fucking consultants yeah. i don't know like we we can't have an industry with derivatives in it hmm. that's it's just it was like such a weird unforced error complete whiff i'm like there are there are other huge yeah, gaming and, mergers and none and of us are standing in the soapbox that like <laughs> 
treat meta better. <laughs> it, that's the thing is I, yeah, I hate no. that I'm like basically like yeah but yeah it's, like, it's like it, I get it got to a bunch of stuffy shirted uh, like a uh, black robed. 60 year olds who are just like you can't just make a game like another game that's crazy it's what are you talking it's, about i don't know I, I i again it's it's whatever who cares like i'm not going to take the side of this multi-billion dollar destroy company. the gianna sisters yeah matt's been a, a standing by a bunch of unpopular opinions this episode i love it mm-hmm. i, I want to encourage it <laughs> may be a simple country lawyer, but I don't think you get to own two games with lightsabers and VR. I'm just a caveman, but you can only slice up notes to one Blink-182 song. And... <laughs> so, yeah, that's, man, that's that's mostly talked about VR maybe ever on a show. Yeah, so. I, mean, Me, I, lo- I love VR. I think it's, yeah. it's the best. I beat my saber in VR all the time. Oh. Michael. <laughs> Michael, is the Quest 2 Being the one gross. you own? You own one of I, these. I do have the Quest 2, yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't. And I contacted my friends there and asked if they could hook me up with anything, and they couldn't. So, Well, hmm. they're not real friends then. Mm-hmm. Well, it's true. No, but we've all worked at those companies. Like, yeah, I don't have fucking... <laughs> Like, yeah. right, no, in, like I can I can hook you up with a game. No, I can't hook it, you up with the collector's yeah, edition. If, if, if my <laughs> right, boss yeah, puts yeah. one on my desk, but there's no mechanism to give you like cheap or free shit, like unless mm-hmm. it's a code for a game. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, that's all the news is fit to play, gentlemen. Hooray! Well, let's move on to the community segment, which is always segmenting our community. Last week's question of the week was, have you ever imported a game? If so, what game? Why? And what was your experience? Trick the TM on VidgeGameApocalypse.com says, I have imported very few games, but the first one I picked up was the GameCube version of One Piece Grand Battle 3, the Power Stone-esque fighter of the franchise. Yay, Power Stone. I got into playing import anime fighters with friends in my anime club, so instead of getting the Naruto ones like everyone else had, Uh Uh I got a One Piece one Uh as I preferred the franchise by that point. Sadly, around that time, the club died, so we didn't get a chance to do many multiplayer sessions, but had a fun time playing it by myself for the most part. I I gotta believe the reason the club died was it was the basically Naruto versus One Piece. Yeah, because they all got the GameCube Naruto game, and they're like, fuck this! (laughs) Yeah, basically it's... uh, yeah, I like to believe that anime fans are just constantly at war with one mm-hmm. another over their favorite franchises. Naruto? No, it's One Piece. No, it's Naruto. No, I don't know. When when I was an anime fan in the nineties, it's like, is it anime? Then you have to like it. It doesn't matter what it is; you have to consume right. it because there's so little anime in the U.S. Remember, that if it's anime, that means you like it. <laughs> we had anime of uh, like uh, our buddy Curtis writing anime stuff on the site, and like it's the you think we got negative feedback. It is the most negative feedback ever. And it wasn't just like, it wasn't just like, your article's terrible. Like, how dare you like this thing when another thing exists? <laughs> like, <laughs> anime people okay. are crazy now. Crazy. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I'm a, I'm a member of wrestling fandom, so mm-hmm. I can't That's judge not, anybody. no one says that. How dare you care about what CM Punk was doing? Absolutely, wrestling fans say that. Are ever. you not familiar with how like AEW fans and WWE just, fans like hate each other? I'm a movie other. game TV fan, and no one's ever said like a uh, like you're an idiot for being a fan because this other thing I like more exists. That was never a, 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 a criticism that was tolerated fringes, right? in any other community. 
it's the fringe of any fandom is like, no, you can't like yeah. the, you can't like the other thing versus most people like us. We're like, sure I can. Yeah. I, can, I, can I can like all of them. I can, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I can't like, believe you like MCU movies. I mean, that's why we pushed to get the Snyder yeah. cut out. So it would replace the MCU <laughs> movies and people would like that instead. Did you see that most of those Snyder yes. fans they found out were bots? Yes. It wasn't most, but it <laughs> was a lot. One time I said something negative about the Snyder Cut on Twitter. It was just like a, a fucking throwaway joke. Just the worst throwaway joke. I, it was the only time on Twitter people have like come after me. About I, think, it. I think it was like 13%. It wasn't mostly bots, mm-hmm. but it was it like it's a, a higher number a than other similar campaigns. And and also nobody asked like oh, where did the money for the uh, the Times Square flyover and that stuff come from? There you go. Hey, Simi Fracky says uh, years ago I imported a copy of Front Mission Five when the translation Ooh. announced that they were almost done with a patch. I would need to install a mod chip on my PS2 to play it, mm-hmm. but I had installed one on my Saturn, so I figured how different could it be? When I got the chip and cracked open my system, I discovered that my PS2 Slim was too new and the included instructions wouldn't work. I had to ask my girlfriend's dad, who is an electrical engineer, to help me figure out how to install it. But we this is amazing. We got it working. I was able to play Front Mission 5 in English for one glorious afternoon. Oh, no. That was the last time my PS2 would ever turn on. <laughs> it's been over a decade, and I'm only now crossing it off my gaming bucket list thanks to advances in PS2 emulators on Android. And this is the wow. reason I never modded a console. <laughs> it, it's true. Like, first of all, uh, Front Mission, uh, Front Mission Five is what I refer to installing the the, the fifth dildo on my anime pillow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Second, no, not a good laugh out of that. Hopefully, the audience <laughs> that was cares. Good. I like uh, it was a mission. You were on a mission. Uh, yeah. but, but second, like the first console I ever modded, the PS One, which I mentioned last week, it instantly like went terrible. Like, and I yeah. wasn't in a position where I could buy another PS One. Well, I'm I'm no electrical engineer, but from what I understand about most mod chips, it's because they're literally. Causing interference yes. with electrical signals going places I mean, on a board. They, they, they were what before because like, they were like trying to like <laughs> bypass electrical impulses in a way that the system yes. couldn't handle. I know it's different now, uh, but right. no one installs mod chips in their fucking system mm. at this point. <laughs> I, I, um, yeah. Well, the, the thing is, I think um, the need for well, I'm just thinking in different terms. I installed a mod chip myself on my OG Xbox way back in the day. Mm. And uh, the reason was because I had gotten a gig uh, as a freelance reviewer for GMR Magazine, and they're like, okay, we'll loan you you a debug this once, but you have got to find your own solution. I'm like, fuck, what do I do? And so I found out about Xbox mod chips, and I managed to install one. It's like, yes, I can play pre-release code now. And then I got a job at Games Radar, and I didn't need that anymore. Um, what? Wait, what fucking kind of industry is like, we're hiring you as a freelancer, mm-hmm. we expect you to have access to this proprietary fucking hardware <laughs> that only industry people have. Like, oh, you have to go find your own debug yeah, kit solution. We're not all, yeah. we're not all Matt Cabral. Like, what? For fuck's sake. But, what? <laughs> but I, I, I don't think you need debugs anymore, because no, like, the newer, like, I think beginning with PS4 and Xbox One, they said like, oh, no, beginning we, with Steam. we can like flip a switch remotely to turn this into a debug if we want you to Beginning have with Steam, access to I, I worked on uh, video assets for a project that was never announced. It was always on Steam. Always. Mm-hmm. 
I remember they used to be because you could, you could like log in with your profile and hit triangle over trophies and just unlock them all day. Hmm. Well, platinum, platinum. Yeah. Also, also, mod chips are uh, irrelevant now because, like, if from a reviewer standpoint, because if a reviewer needs one, uh, just get digital delivery early. <laughs> That's yeah. all. That's all you need. Yeah. Well, so. the other the other thing. You don't need mod chips for region locking anymore because I don't think any of the modern systems do. No, they do. No, they, they haven't they done still region do. locking since PS4. They still do. Switch doesn't. But, but like PS4 it, it's, doesn't. It's the most advantageous business wise for you to just do a fucking simultaneous global launch. Like that, that's yeah. what everybody strives to do instead of like. Let's be honest. This was set by Japan. Like I don't care about any of their territory, but Japan. <laughs> There's no Western game company who released a game that was supposed to just release in America. They wanted it to be successful everywhere. It was just Japan doing this shit. Uh, Chat Fujihara says, uh, I was very, very fortunate to get to travel to J- Japan in high school. In June of 99, I ended up bringing home the PlayStation version of early Konami rhythm game Beat Mania. Uh, two or three. Oh, wow. Appen discs, uh, with uh, added a, which added a couple dozen more songs. Uh, best, worst of all, the first version of the Beat Mania home turntable console. <laughs> it's uh, one of the best Control, ways to yeah. play Beat Mania. But I tell you what, the thing was one of the loudest pieces of plastic I have ever used to play in a game. I had to throw <laughs> a bucket over my hands blanket over my hands a blanket <laughs> over my hands and uh, a towel under the controller just to muffle the ridiculously loud uh mechanical sounds still i love wow. playing with my imported treasures uh even if no one else in my family appreciated the next year of my loud late night clacking clack 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 one of my biggest have i t- i know i've told the story before uh we shot a video that I think was Brett or Tyler's idea. Like, this is what mm-hmm. you sound like playing rock band when no yeah. one can hear the music. Oh, yeah, yeah. Click, I click, remember click, that. Click, 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 click. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the weird thing is people accused us of faking that. They, they did. Why? How? I think that's because... How would we fake I, that? That's so I stupid. I want to say because Tyler's drumming. This, it, was not, mm. it was not the best. It was not on time. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm hoping he contacts me tomorrow and yells at me. Uh, <laughs> and... It did okay, and I forgot about it. And then, um, this is one of my deepest embarrassments, by the way. Don't cut this out, Matt. Uh, okay. Like, two weeks later, I was on a free porn site. Yes. Oh, right. I remember this. And uh, I even remember and the name. Like, you know, I'm ready to do my business, and, and, and I'm just scrolling down, scrolling down, and then, like, and then there's my face. <laughs> and it's it's this video. And you came instantly. <laughs> I, no, no, I, I, I didn't. And I had to, like, I don't know if I could have done it any differently. But, like, knowing what we know now about Me Too, the closest I've been, like, and I had no power, but, mm. like, what anybody could, like, Me Too me over is I was like, guys, I'm going to send a mass email to the company. <laughs> About being on a porn site and finding our video, and hope we all find it amusing. And 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 I took a screen cap, and, and now that would just get me fired immediately, probably. Uh, yeah. But I, I I phrase it like, look, I'm admitting to I'm admitting to all this. 
Bob, and I just love how Brett always reminds me, like, the video underneath it is is, is called Secretary Turns Fucking Into an Art Form. <laughs> <laughs> right above me and Tyler's face. <laughs> uh, and and, and that, that, that was the environment several years ago where you could send out a screen cap of a porn site. Hmm. And I wish I hadn't have done it. Blah blah blah. Well, I Never mean, you, you couldn't if you'd done it company wide, but I think you just sent it to the team, and we were like I basically a frat team. house at that point. Well. It, it was, but like you know, we found out later on, like uh, certain emails made people un- 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 uncomfortable mm-hmm. with some of my best friends to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it wasn't that one. That one. That one. Huh. That one Funny. I was. I think it was an intern. So like, no one gave a fuck that I did that. Mm-hmm. Andy Ryan says, my first import was the Gunbody Goemon Mystical Ninja sequels for Super Nintendo. Modding the SNES was really easy, and the games are each amazing. The whole process was so easy, I started a side hustle where I would import lots of Japanese games and resell them to game shops and eBay. The amount of Famicom baseball titles I moved was insane! (laughs) Why? Why? Um, Yeah, I will say Super Nintendo was a really easy mod because, like, for the longest time I thought, like, oh, you have to buy, like, a $40 adapter to play uh, Japanese games. And then finding out, like, what you actually have to do is there's two tabs on the inside of a cartridge slot. And what I did was I just, like, took a flathead screwdriver put it in a stove burner, let it heat up, and then just, like, used it as a hot Whoa. chisel to break those things off. So, oh, wow. By mm-hmm. the time I knew any of those games existed that I wanted to play, they were emulators. I just... Mm-hmm. Hmm. That, too. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's see. Andy Bush says, uh, the beer heir, famous beer heir, Andy Bush from Bush, Bush mm-hmm. Light. The beer family, the, the bush of the bush lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I've ever imported a game, though I did have a chipped PlayStation that may have played DDR discs from Japan, but they weren't exactly imported. However, I did rent. This is crazy. I did rent the Famicom version of Super Mario Brothers three a wow. couple times before Why? it came out in the U.S. He rented it from his ah. uncle who worked at Nintendo. Right. They had a few copies that were connected to the d- adapter already, so it was pretty simple. He's saying they, and I want to know who they is. They charge ten dollars right. for seven days, which was a pretty decent price. All right, Andy Bush, you have to like, like, where you in New York or L.A. There's no business model where this makes sense, other than like two, two or, th- or three cities. Yeah, that's wild. Like, get yeah, uh, like an adapter would, attached. How, do you remember? Would we have not rented Mario Three? Absolutely. Had, like, yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah, oh, we got wild. it early. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'd worry about, like, some kid breaking the cartridge adapter because those things were fucking hard to come by. That was the model of all movies at that point. You go see them in theaters slash arcades, and then you rent them. That sounds cheap compared to what I was paying for game rentals. $10 for a whole week? Like, I feel like it was, like, 5 bucks for three days or something back in Yeah. Time. I mean, but yeah. if people knew they had, a, like, a commodity that hot, and, like, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just remembering every... The really dope game stores I've seen in like Brooklyn and Manhattan, they would know. And like, yeah, if you want this, you're gonna have to pay twenty bucks. <laughs> Get it in line, pay twenty bucks for a week, uh, for a year, a year, a year, a year. They were able to do that. Damn. <laughs> I mean, I would have paid fifty bucks for a week because it's just you know you know you're gonna finish the game by then. It would just be like yeah, buying probably. a copy, and you get to say like I played the Japanese version of that, mm-hmm. which had carried cachet back in the day. Sure. Japanese version from my uncle that works in Nintendo. 
Gumby X says, uh, back in college, I was really into Bleach, and I'm positive he means Clorox. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and your friend, fun album. A friend of mine introduced me to importing games online, so I decided to order Bleach DS second slash Bleach uh, Dark Souls. What? Uh, due to it being only a, a few dollars cheaper. Wait, that I was ordered... the subtitle? Dark Souls? <laughs> on a Bleach I... game? I guess. Huh. Weird. Uh, not. Uh, it was a few dollars cheaper. I it ordered it Dark Souls with next day delivery. Games, However, I did not realize the UPS required a signature for the delivery and would not no. accept a signed delivery tag due to having uh, uh, classes in the AM. I always missed the delivery. My option was to go to the UPS delivery site and pick up, pick it up. And the problem is I was in college uh, in Boston and the UPS shipping depot was an hour bus ride plus a 20 minute walk across Ooh. a rural highway. What? Uh, well, let's just say I never ordered anything next day shipping uh, uh, until Amazon Prime was a thing. Love that game. Wow. That happened to me at uh, when Michael and I were working together for a Gamefly. Like, I missed a UPS thing once. I was living in, like, on Haight-Ashbury. And, like, we're, mm. we're ordered not to leave packages out here. Don't yeah. leave packages. Those, those centers aren't, like, easy to get to. They're not easy to get okay. to. It, it, like, I had to, like, borrow a car. And, and travel like forty minutes away, and yeah, I just never ordered from them again. It was just ugh. Hmm. Uh, Logical Dojo says not import, but created a Japanese Nintendo account and bought an import gift card to acquire wow. Densha Dago for Switch. Navigating a passenger train in and around Japan with this addictive gameplay loop with absolutely no hope of it being localized. Wow. Yeah, no. We're not going to get the wow. train simulating. It was surprisingly really easy to do if you imported a system. Hmm. And, and and like my, my Japanese 3DSs uh, are chock full of wonderful shit that never came here. Mostly retro virtual console shit. Hmm. Nice. My, my, one of my favorite memories, uh, going back, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to include this in our Michael Easton tribute, even though he has nothing to do with it, but just no. to make fun of Michael back in the day. Mm -hmm. uh, they announced um, they had an exclusive Nintendo Platinum Rewards. You could fight Doc Lewis in Punch-Out!, Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. You could, yeah. And I, it came I, I out early that. in Japan, and you know, like our whole job was games, and like let's figure it out. Put up a firewall, like uh, create a Japanese account, uh, and it was Doc Lewis's uh, Doc Lewis's Punch Out. It was like Wasn't one that level. later mm -hmm. a rewards. It was, the, but, it, but it came out first in Japan, and we wanted Doc? to get okay. video footage of it first. Oh, okay, and. Um, I, I got it, and like everyone's like, "Fuck yes, let's run this! Like, let's put mm -hmm. this on a pano." And then uh, Michael yes, messaged me like, "You, what the fuck? Do you not know how possessives work? Doc <laughs> Lewis is 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 what? Why would you put an apostrophe after the s?" And I was just like, "No, it was it was just Lewis apostrophe s. It was Lewis apostrophe s. Doc Lewis is, and I'm like, our style guide also says to do whatever the fucking game." Yeah, that that's Does. the part that I didn't know. That was the official game title. I thought you were just 
Michael writing. yelled at me for the longest he's ever at yelled I said, at me. I said, over like, tisk. It, there were caps and exclamation points. No. It was. <laughs> if, if there were, they weren't serious. I don't seriously yell about fucking grammar shit. In online writing, that is one WordPress edit away. Like, mm-hmm. like no, not with this. Like, we yeah, had to get because someone these to create. Were, these were all made in Photoshop. Yeah, you had oh, to, like, panoramas. create this thing. And, and, like, you know, I made sure I did it. Sorry, this is what the game is called. Nintendo doesn't know the Oxford comma or what. I know that's not what it is, but like, um, yeah, Nintendo doesn't wow. give a shit I'm, about this. I'm surprised you remember this so sharply. It's it's the most you've ever like. I just let it go because I was going to show it to Shane in a second. Mm. Like, look at this. He's going to yell at me, and then and then I'm going to because he's a robot. I'll show oh. him that's what the game's title is, and then he'll have that's to apologize. So it's like Magus, where I have yeah. to fucking show. He'll have to apologize because it's in the fucking. <laughs> He'll have to apologize to me because it's in the fucking charter. Pedantic fucking asshole. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that's how I've made my career: being a pedantic fucking asshole <laughs> and a robot. Apparently, part of being Wiki Wiki Parez. Mm-hmm. I know you. He just called him a robot to his face. I did. Dude. Yeah. Like, I did. I it's not the first time either, and it, oh, it, man. it never hurts any less. I'll that robot honest. has a beard, Chris. Stop He's a human doing being. this. Like, I, I've never been able to hurt you in my life. <laughs> um, you don't know that. I just have a stony oh, face. The How is that possible? Getting your feelings hurt is you have to care. I would rather be either one of you than me all the time. <laughs> like, like, I can't hurt you people. Don't you call that evil upon yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like 90% hamburgers these days. Um, (laughs) We have a video response from Full Install who says... It's Tom here from Full Install. Uh, Question of the week. What games have we imported? I don't think I do a massive amount of importing. I was thinking about this and I've got a huge Japanese Sega Saturn collection, but... That's more collecting than importing. And to be honest, a lot of them games are stacks of games. The reason they're in a stack when you buy them is because you get into the middle section and it's just porn, isn't it? It's it's anime boobs. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say I collected a lot of those out of choice, but the one that did spring to mind was uh, Demon Souls on the PS3. Because over here yeah. in England, yeah, yeah, we were yeah. always told that um, huh. it was going to be an exclusive to America, at least for huh. a short while before they finally announced uh-huh. it. And I remember GameSpot, I think GameSpot gave it their game of the year that year. And, it did. You know, we all know what yeah. a Souls game is now, but I'd never seen, seen anything like it at the time, so... I'm gonna play. I paid. Must have been paid about forty-five pounds to import it, which actually isn't a lot of money. And I think that was, that was when I found out that the uh, PS3 was uh, region-free. Like Four hundred. But uh, yeah. that was a really strange experience because I was the only one that knew about this, knew or had about this weird game. And huh. uh, I remember I took it around a few friends' houses, and they it baffled them. And some people came to my house to play it, and. Yeah, it was a strange experience where I kind of had this one little relic. Of course, everyone knows what Souls games are now, but at the time. It was uh, something else. The only one I could think of that I that didn't come out over here, or at least I didn't get in the PAL region, was the DS version of Chrono Trigger. It did come out over here, actually, hey. but it, it was a lot cheaper to get a Canadian version. Hmm. Wow. So uh, I plumped for that instead. But what I do import, and I shouldn't, but I get, I get a lot of these, which uh, are Japanese art books slash guides I just love them and it's a stupid collecting habit because they're really fucking expensive and I can't read Japanese but if there's a game that I love like Snatcher or Front Mission Free I will seek out a works book um, because they're just fantastic to look through so yeah I have wasted hundreds and hundreds of pounds on um, Hmm. 
frankly pointless books, but that's my big import. Not so much games, but I'm there for the artwork. Anyway, cheers, guys. I'll catch you next time. Don't come! Don't come! (laughs) (laughs) Much appreciated. Thanks, Full Install. Was that the video that appeared right below the uh, the video you guys uh, you know the the Guitar Hero video? <laughs> Possibly. The secretary, uh, the art form. Don't come. Oh uh, yes, <laughs> hilarious. No woman has to tell me not to come. <laughs> <laughs> so, new question of the week: Who is your f- favorite video game villain to have played as that you you have been able to play as? Uh, I guess for me. You know, I've, I've loved playing as a lot of them. Um, the, the favorite is always the classic Ambison. You know, once they Dude. made him playable in Champion oh, Edition, yeah. Yeah. that was so fucking cool. And uh, I got really good at using him yeah. in solo. And so I remember being over at a friend's place and he had like the Genesis Street Fighter 2 Champion Edition, whatever it was. And uh, I picked them bison and just started schooling everybody. And somebody yeah. who was a little frustrated with me was just like, You know, you're the embodiment of all evil, right? When Street Fighter got competitive, it was because, like, oh, I, I could play as M. Bison and, like, all his moves are charge moves, which you can do while blocking. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a hard, hard, yeah, yeah it's yeah. hard to play charge character. And, 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 like, but, like, I annihilated people with bison for, uh, for years. Yeah. Up oh, until yeah. people like started learning intricacies about Street Fighter. So similar, similar deal. I I loved playing as Vega, and I feel like Vega mm. has has Same. he's sort of been downgraded as a character in the Street Fighter lore. Like they don't they don't feature him as prominently as they used to. And I loved it. I loved the the pizzazz, the mask. The Probably because he's the most the he's the most racist. Is he as, a, as the Spanish? boss characters? He holds a rose in his mouth, and he's in. That's not yeah. racist to How say Spanish racial, racial holds racialized. A rose. No, nah. no, no. I, I think if anything, he fits that more that that very Japanese uh, archetype of like the very pretty man who is all about elegance and grace, and yeah. with with a, a rose because I danced. Uh, the fandango. I don't know. He dances <laughs> like a woman. I should fuck him or fight him. Mm-hmm. Wears a mask to literally protect his beautiful face. I don't yes. know. Like, yeah, but I, yeah. I forgot that in Bison, you know, none of those guys were playable in the original version. It's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, you had to get Championship Edition. Mine is one you're not, you wouldn't immediately think of, but it's some of the most fun I've had ever playing a multiplayer game. Getting to play as the ghosts in Pac-Man Versus mm, that is, is it was like answer. wish fulfillment. I never knew I wanted. Great answer. It was so fucking fun, yeah. and just if you if you never got to play that game, it was great. You it get was to play as the one of the few t- pursuing the yeah right. One of the few times I ever used my link cable, where I would you know hook my Game Boy up to my fucking GameCube, and I would I had a buddy at work. We I brought the GameCube into work because it wasn't my primary console at the time, and we, yeah, one of us would play as Pac Man on the Game Boy because you can see the whole maze at that point. And then other people would play as the ghost, and you could only see this this small area around you. Hmm. And it was really fun, this game of little, like, cat and mouse, Pac-Man and ghost, where it's like, oh, shit, someone would be like, I saw Pac-Man, he just he went there, I think he's in this corner of the maze. And you, you kind of even didn't even know what corner of the maze you were in, because you could only sort of, you're kind of guessing where you were based on stuff around you. And it was just like, that shit was so fun. It was fun to play as Pac-Man, as always, but it was like, I never knew I wanted to play as the ghost. Like, this is... Awesome! It was so fun to play as the ghost in Pac-Man versus. So. Nice. Fuck me! I 
I want an answer as good as that, and I don't have one. Hmm. Um, give me until next week. And, uh, <laughs> no. I'll, I'll come up with one. Because seriously, that was a great answer. Hmm. Uh, because it wasn't just a Mario Party like you're playing as a ghost. Hmm. You were acting as the ghost. Yeah. Um, yeah, like uh, everything I had to suggest, I suggested for the top five. And Bowser from Super Mario RPG, which was kind of crazy at the time. Like, yeah. It was Mario is like a eleven years old, and he's re, he's uniting with his uh, adversary. That did happen. Yeah, it felt nuts. Never mind. God, was, it, was that game eleven years old when when RPG came out? Yeah, yeah. Mar, Mar, uh, sorry, Mario had been no Bowser was a uh, uh, eleven years old, but mm-hmm. uh, but mm-hmm. Mario had been around before. Had Bowser been playable in like any game like Mario no. Kart before that? Like no. that was the first. Okay, yeah, no, he was he playable was in Mario Kart. Kart, yeah, yeah. right. But, but, he, but he still had like like villainous intent. Like a mm-hmm. yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. really heavy and I have a great top speed but terrible acceleration. That, so that's like, what's weird about Bowser is like he's the bad guy in some games, but other times he's just sort of like this rival to Mario where it's yeah. like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not out he's, to kill he's you. He's like Bluto. Anything. Sometimes Bluto is yes. uh, allied with the sea hag and tries to kill Popeye. And sometimes Bluto <laughs> just wants to beat up Popeye. For I'm out to all be with your woman, but I've yeah. also never heard of sex. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't exist in our universe. It doesn't, but I will captive her and it'll make it harder for you to marry her. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's your answer, Chris. I have your answer for you. What? Donkey Kong. You probably enjoyed playing as the Donkey Kong, the former enemy of Mario, the former yeah, bad, big yeah, well, bad. Uh, well, uh, Donkey Kong Jr. I played before Donkey Kong proper. Uh, I, I love, I still love Donkey Kong Jr. And I, I, I've endured nothing but shit from arcade fans about Donkey Kong Jr. Why? What's uh, the deal? Well, it's not. It's hard to play because it's it's sort of broken, and 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 every level is. Not only different, but like the physics don't, they're not the same. Mm-hmm. You will die from different heights in the same platform. Yeah, that, that has always bothered me. That bothered me about the original Donkey Kong, too, though. It's like Mario falls off a certain platform. Yeah, like, at he, least no but the, it's consistent. Like you, you, you will learn, but Donkey Kong Jr. isn't. And, uh, mm. uh, it, it's really hard. Like the physics, the phys- physics are dumb. But like I said, I was at, I was at the first ever Call of Duty convention nine years ago. It was the first time I ever used Tinder, and it was the first time I played Donkey Kong Jr. all night by myself, ignoring <laughs> these <laughs> spammy t- t- Tinder results. How can you? How can you shit on Donkey Kong Jr. like? I dude, didn't. we lived through Donkey Kong Three. I played as a bug man who literally uh-huh. sprayed bug juice Matt, up you are Stan- asses. You are San- You are the Stanley. Of, uh, yeah, you are Stanley, Stanley the Bug Man. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No Make one talks remake. about that game. Stanley Tucci, no. the bug man. I'd that. <laughs> that I'd play. Yeah. Uh, so who is your favorite video game villain to have played as? Let us know. Go to videogamepocalypse.com. Answer into the comments for episode 482. Alternately, you can hit us up on the official Laser Time community on Facebook. There'll be a thread there where you can answer. Or you can ping us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse, and we will read the best answers next week. Anyway, that's been our show. Um... Let's fighting some... game, fighting game comments. Welcome, by the way. Yes, sure, yeah, uh, sure. because yeah, you can always play as the villain and knock out yeah. the hero. 
You like being Goro? Tell us about being Goro or Shang Tusang. <laughs> you want to be Hihachi? Uh-huh. Be Hihachi. Yeah. Be Kazuya. Be Devil Kazuya. Why not? Be Ogre. Be Devil uh, Jin. Is, mm-hmm. Was he, is he a bad guy? To, I don't know. Yeah, probably. Uh, or maybe he's Ogre Jin. I forget. Uh, anyway, what do we got in terms of plugs? Let's go out with some. I, I wish TL. I wish TL was here because. Uh, oh yeah, we like talking about animation, and um, we've talked multiple times about how Goofy movie is the one of the most blackest animated movies ever. But like on thirty twenty ten, we talked about Baby's Kids. Oh my which, god, I which, love Baby's Kids like, so much. I'm not kidding. I want to see Baby's Kids so bad. I ran away from summer camp as an 11 year old. I I, I wanted to see it because I saw Robin Harris do the bit for years on like HBO. Like that yeah. was his act was Baby's Kids. I had none of that. I just wanted to, like it, it, it's one of the most interesting animated movies I've ever fucking seen. That movie has mm. heart, dude. That yeah. movie has so it's much awesome. heart. And like I watched it again recently and like there's an there's stuff here that like I didn't get it as a white guy watching mm. the first like Ralph Bakshi had made some like black focused and that's very offensive yeah, and hard to we watch. We don't talk about that. The <laughs> It's it's not great. I have a couple lobby cards from it because I love animation, but 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 Baby's Kids like uh, hit all my expectations, and it had and it ended up. It's the only movie I've ever watched that grounded me for two weeks. Oh not wow! Because having nothing to do with the content, but uh, that story is on 30, 30, 2010. I also I also love that like like it's the it's the biggest black cast, but it's like the seventh voice role for Tone Loke. Right. Because, he plays a baby. He plays- because Tone Loke was like uh, the black forebearer for Cake. I will lead talk singing. Mm. Like, if you want to talk singing, come to me. His, his claim to fame is having a deep voice. That was yeah. his claim. <laughs> no, he talks sing like like King. Like, like, like Cake. Uh, like, uh, I'm going the distance. Going for speed. Right, right, right. <laughs> It's he and he went. Tone Loke was in every other movie until he was in Ace, the Ventura. Ace Ventura films. Yeah. He had his own Saturday morning cartoon called Sea Bear and Jamal. He did. Sea mm-hmm. Bear and Jamal was fun. But so while you were sitting there in your room for two weeks, were you playing the Baby's Kid Super Nintendo game? It uh, it didn't come out for another two years. God damn. Yeah. Wow. Pop culture was weird back then. It but was. but like uh uh, as I say, as an animation fan, um, it's what Goofy movie I think. Uh, in addition to being adopted to as a, a black movie, uh, animated movies take a very long time to make. Mm. Uh, one of the most fun things we're doing on 302010 is like when we watch movies like Boomerang or Mo Money, it's like these movies are made in the moment to be like capitalized on a moment. Like Damon Wayne's hat has more fabric than his pants for some reason. Uh, because <laughs> it's a 90s movie. They're not trying to be ironic. They're trying to be now. Hip and and animated movies don't have that luxury. I, I mentioned a couple weeks ago that 101 Dalmatians is the first time a TV or a car appears in a Disney movie because they're all they all take place in the past. And that one feels very grounded in the 60s. Like when I yeah. watch 101 Dalmatians, I'm like, oh, this is 60s era Disney. Same with the uh, Aristocats. Very, very, and and, and, and uh, it's I think that uh, Hyperion made Brave Little Toaster beforehand, but 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 but. Baby's Kids is like this, like, 
fucking weird, like, black focus thing in the middle of the 90s that is taking place right fucking now. It's not great for kids. It's awesome. It's awesome. And it looks great. And, it, like, uh, when we watch Boomerang, it's just like, we'll never see those shoulder pads again. It's just like, animation never exists in the now, unless mm. it's in hindsight. And uh, I can't think of a better example than Baby's Kids. That's it's, you can stream it free on Pluto TV and oh, Paramount. Okay. Sorry, yeah, I should go watch that. I love. I, used to I watch love it. I I, I I I I I went out of my way to watch that movie multiple times. I love and tragic, it. right? Because Robin Harris died. Bef- didn't he die before the movie came yeah, out? Yeah, he well, didn't really the, see the, the story. I, I say in the show is like I didn't really know. Matt Matt's like eighteen months older than me, but like. Uh, I didn't know how famous he was. He was really famous. Yeah, and they yeah. made a movie I mean, that, like they made. They were already making a live action movie based off his stand up material. But when he died, it's like, well, we got to codify this. Like, let's make it yeah. an animated film because this guy is so good. And like, most people have no idea who Robin Harris is. He had just many bit parts, but like, yeah, he mm. was the dad. House party. He was a dad in House Party. Yeah, he had sort of a, a bit part in Harlem Nights. Still one of the funniest. Like he's, he was like the funniest guy in anything he was in, right? Yeah. Like he he could steal scenes. It's like Bernie Max would steal scenes the same way. Like Robin Harris was like that. It's like that guy's there's, there's yeah. something about him that makes me laugh. So more intelligible Bernie Mac. <laughs> I love Bernie. Mac. I, I love prefer Bernie Mac. Mac so I wasn't shitting on him. Somebody take this away from me. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash laser time is where you go if you want to talk about House Party. We have a, a commentary of House Party up on Patreon where uh, a bunch of us got together and we watched that movie. I think it was with, what, Bruce Wayne Brady? We we had a fucking great time. We, so we've that been is going up. 80s in depth and uh, we've salvaged the E.T. podcast. Nice. nice. Star Trek 2, Blade Runner, The Thing, more to come. Nice. So patreon.com slash laser time. Uh, join at the $5 level or more to get access to all of that amazing content. Nice. Including spoiler casts. We should probably think of doing another one of those soon. Sure. Let's um, find a game. We haven't all plot. finished the same game since Elden Ring. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Maybe, maybe uh, I mean, Xenoblade I, I finished Chronicles Sonic 3. Origins. Does that count? Mm. <laughs> I mean, we could, uh, Chris and I can talk Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak because I think I finally am playing that content now after how many oh, hours? Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm at the end game and like, oh, all the animals are sick and red. And like, oh, okay, I remember how this went. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. All right. Well, as always, visit us online at VeggieGameApocalypse.com. Follow us on Twitter at VGApocalypse. And follow me personally on Twitter at Wikiparas. That's W-I-K-I-P-A-R-A-Z. Anyway, that's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. I got there. It was just, I, yeah. However, you get into free porn back in the day. Michael's an admin over there now. It's 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 amazing. Don't come! Don't come! <laughs>